0: Hey, y'all, it's the uh, longest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. Those of you tuning in live, June the 21st, 2023. And that means I can talk really slow because we got to fill extra time. You know how it is on the longest day of the year, don't you? Anyway, I hope you're enjoying the sunshine in the Northern Hemisphere. And in the South, if you're listening in New Zealand, Australia, etc., shortest day for you, enjoy the winter. This is the Robert Bell Show. Uh, we've got to talk... Uh, Man, there's a lot of stuff going on always. Uh, The drugging of America's youth. Are they doing this in Australia too? I wonder when it comes to methylphenidate, Ritalin, other things like that. We're going to talk about the hyperstimulation of the brain and the nervous system. The lifelong addiction practically mandated into existence by modern psychiatry and expanded into all of allopathic medicine. How's that working out for U.S. adults now that they've uh, kind of pulled the plug on easy access to these drugs? We'll talk about that. Uh, Leslie, good good gazelle, (laughs) Leslie, uh, should be joining us an hour or two a little bit to update you on, and me too, on the RSB Family Union coming up July 14th through 16th. Man, that's going to be fun. I hope to see you there. We do have scheduled Jacob Boyan's uh, little follow-up. I say a little follow-up. There's nothing little about uh, the trafficking issue we covered yesterday, uh, and uh, he's uh, from South uh, South Africa originally. And he's dealing with a lot of that. And look, it's a big issue and anything we can do to help. I want to, I want to know what that is. And so he's scheduled to join us as well. Uh, we got questions of the day on anaphylaxis after getting stung by bugs or bees, things like that. Uh, earthing grounding Adderall is the other thing. I think methylphenidate a lot. Cause Ritalin is, this, you know, the thing on my mind, not that I use it. I don't think I do. No, I don't use it <laughs> anyway. Get ready. The Robert Scott Bell Show is about to crank it up for health, freedom, and healing liberty. Please share the show. Robert Scott slash listen. We'll see you in the chat room and let's get this party started. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. Robert Scott Bell Show. I always try to get the uh, the a picture of the sunset when possible on the longest day and the shortest day of the year. That's just kind of a thing I like to do, see what it looks like and compare it to previous years. I don't know if any of y'all do that. But, uh, you know, going back in the history of humanity, there is great uh, celebration or maybe on an ominous portend to these annual rites of uh, time passage, so to speak. Uh, the summer solstice in the north, winter solstice in the south. And, you know, what does it mean? Could we, should we go to Stonehenge? Super Don, you didn't go to Stonehenge. You went to the beach, but you did get a beautiful sunset picture the other night. I want to show everybody, if you can show that anyway, uh, on your trip to the beach. It was, that's a gorgeous shot, uh, by the way. And Oh, yeah, yeah, please show that. Uh, if you're missing the video form of the Robert's gap, this is what you miss. Some of these awesome pictures and images, but still the podcast is great. Don't get me wrong. However you listen to the show or watch the show. It's great. But, uh, super D. Yeah. Show me that.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. I'm
0: sorry. You weren't ready. I've
1: got it on the wrong browser. I got to go to the right
0: one. Gotcha. And I got to put it in There you go. And And um, you got your nice, uh, what, what, is there another name for the bowling shirts that you wear now? I like them. Oh I don't
1: know' Nobody likes they're just it. they're like vintage something mm-hmm. or other, yeah. yeah, you like this one I like this one,
0: dude, I do what is that on it?
1: It's just a like a design it's like a mid century <laughs> you know uh which cool. you know isn't isn't it interesting that uh uh mid century is like that's like vintage stuff now yeah. right you know it's All like, back. which is you know it's more of like a like a late sixties seventies you know type thing, and that's like mm-hmm. Supposed to be like in museums now and stuff. <laughs> that's We're awesome. old. Anyway, this is the picture that I took here. Ah, mm. oh, that's beautiful. That is. <laughs> oh shoot! I wonder somebody calling me from Taiwan. I wonder if this is our guest.
0: You want to take it? I'll just Let I'll me take just this. Yes. Hold yeah. Put on. me back on the screen there, and we'll yeah. we'll take over. Uh, opening story, by the way, uh, is about unfortunately about President Joe Biden resident in chief so to speak um this guy is a piece of work it's just sad isn't it i mean how anybody could defend this this guy i i don't know other than those that are in uh, uh say a warped sense of possession of collectivism and that's being kind and, and you know me i try to be nice about this i remember last week when we had naomi wolf on and again she's a former or recovering democrat as she says She has just no love lost for the for the political left because they've abandoned uh, reason, logic, uh, protection of the little guy, the little gal, so to speak. When it comes to uh, an abandonment, if there were principles associated with not trusting big government and big uh, corporations, much less big media, uh, they become the purveyors of many of these lies and deceptions and suppression of freedom of speech. And, And it was an interesting thing that apparently happened on Fox News the other day. Uh, It says for 27 seconds on Tuesday night, Fox News posted a Kyrian or whatever they call this thing, like an image below the video of President Biden. And it said this, and I quote, wannabe dictator speaks at the White House after having his political rival arrested. Now, (laughs) what are they talking about here? Yeah, Trump, President Trump's like they went after him for things that previous presidents, probably all previous presidents have done in terms of. Uh, classified materials. I'm not here to make judgment on whatever the charges are because I, I haven't looked into it in great depth and certainly we could have, uh, I think we had Jonathan Moore talking about it a bit last week, but suffice it to say you've got a political rival being attempted to be curtailed from even running uh, for the next election cycle. And that's something that you would talk about a despot, a dictator that would do that. Now, is it an unreasonable headline to say that? I don't think it is, but the Washington Post said, oh my gosh, I can't believe they, they use that. The Daily Beast says uh, they're spreading dangerous lies, right? Never mind the, the Daily Beast and the Washington Post spread, spreading dangerous lies consistently about anything and everything.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Uh, oh, Biden, uh, you know, basically having his DOJ, shouldn't be his, but the people's, DOJ, that's not the people's anymore, arrest Trump and... Um, basically, oh, yeah. try to curtail Trump from running for president next cycle.
1: Well, yeah, for the last thing I read on that was um, that they they set the court date, and it's like like just like right
0: before the the primaries sort of or something date or something. Or dates, like that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So, but look at yeah. what we talk about in di- dictatorship. What is a dictatorship? I mean, if if you defy the laws of the land, the Constitution, and you just basically do what you want that isn't that a dictatorship now um the way that the left is spinning this if i can call it the left anymore i don't even know what it is um it's just people who do it's rulers who do bad things to good people that that that's not a full complete definition of um a dictatorship but i I want you to go through this article it's a brownstone institute article it's really good because i'll go through this very quickly and then i know we have our guest waiting to we'll get to uh, in a moment, but what what has Biden done that would meet the definition of a dictator instead of one who honors and, and uh, defends and upholds the Constitution? Okay. Biden claims that Republicans are guilty of semi-fascism. Okay, that's an opinion, but what what about dictatorial powers that uh, Biden is dishing out? Not under the Constitution, but extra-constitutional uh, dictates. What did Biden do? He dictated that 84 million Americans working for large corporations, companies must get injected with the COVID jab.
1: Oh, but wait a minute. Don't you remember that it was years later when people were calling him on this and going over what had happened? He said, oh, I didn't tell you had to.
0: Yeah, but you would lose your job if you didn't. That's
1: I never said you you had to. I didn't mandate it. I didn't make it mandatory.
0: Isn't that interesting? How they're uh, monkeying with the English language, like Orwell would would make or- Orwell go. Gosh, I didn't think it would go that well, far. What he
1: did, did is he re- he got he got all of the businesses and the and the local agencies and stuff like that to to go mm-hmm. with the with the quote mandate. Right.
0: And so basically, like, I I didn't say you had to. Your choice is yeah. to get the shot or lose your job. And Biden had nothing yeah. to do with it. Right. Yeah. How about uh, Biden uh, issuing a dictate extending the national moratorium on evictions of deadbeat renters? Uh, where is that in the Constitution? What about those who own property and and survive on you know the rent that the, I mean? Where is that something that is not a dictatorial power that's not given to him under the Constitution and that he had, he did?
1: Do you remember when when they when that first happened? What was it that we predicted? It, it ended up happening. I don't think it took yeah. a rocket scientist to figure out. Mm-hmm. that there were going to be a whole bunch of people just going to be like, yay, I don't yeah. have to pay my rent. Of course. You know? And then then when the bill came due and they owed, you know, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars in rent, mm-hmm. they got evicted.
0: What does that say? To me, it says many of these people are living in a, a spiritually immature state of consciousness. Why do I say that? Because the idea that you can get something for nothing. Now, we could argue about the cost of things and go, oh, well, it's too expensive. But then we got to go back to root cause there and say, hey, what role did the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 play in debasing the coin of the United States? We talk about just weights and measures. It's a biblical principle. And we begin to go, you know, unravel from cause instead of dancing around the symptoms, which is higher costs because of inflation. Inflation is not higher cost. Inflation is the increase in the money supply resulting in the purchasing power being diminished. Therefore, things cost more, so to speak. By a numerical factor, although if you've been paying things in gold and silver, it's been pretty consistent. Even though we've seen fluctuations in the price relative to the Federal Reserve note, but that it's kind of an artificial measuring stick because the ounce of gold is still an ounce of gold, the ounce of silver is still an ounce of silver. It's not been diminished, except in uh, in theory. You know, people say, "Oh, it's gone up or down," but very, <coughs> excuse me, very minimally compared to the reality of the Federal Reserve note uh, in inflation. What do you got there? There's my silver. Oh yeah, you got your little silver that you got on the at the beach there. That's pretty. So let's see what else. Uh, Biden appointees dictated that two year old children in Head Start must wear masks all day. Mm-hmm. How is that a constitutionally appointed or, or or you know enumerated power of the executive branch, much less the president? Well, you could take them off when you ate meals, kids. Oh, thank you, thank you, <laughs> Father Biden. Uh, what else did uh, Biden do? He revived dictatorial policies that entitle federal bureaucrats to ban landowners from farming or building on any land with puddles, ditches or other purported wet spots. What is that? Is that a constitutional authority? Talk to me about dictators. Does that sound like a dictator to you if it walks like it, talks like it? You know, what is it? What do you say? How about uh, dictating that uh, Biden dictating that taxpayers? must shoulder the cost of 300 plus billion in federal student loans that he canceled to buy political support (laughs) didn't that get shut down though i think they ended that in oh yeah no it got reversed but uh you know the funny statement here is like well that didn't count because god wanted democratic candidates to do well last (laughs) november so they, they they bought the votes of a lot of people going oh man they're gonna vote i won't have to pay back the student loan now i think there are a lot of unconstitutional aspects to the student loan program I think it's an unconscionable contract on and on it goes, but we'll put that aside for the moment. What else did the Biden White House dictate that FBI target and investigate parents who protested at school board meetings? We talked about that extensively with Jonathan Imort, who, by the way, please support Jonathan Imort. He's running for the United States Senate in Virginia to defeat that crony. Tim Kaine, crony of of Hillary Clinton, and he'll win. He's leading uh, like. I don't know, it's like 10 to 1 over all other Republican candidates before the primary. Yeah, Yeah, he's doing great. So you guys support him on the way, wherever you are, if you're Virginia or not, emord4va.com. What else did Biden do as a dictator? Let's just talk about that. And this doesn't absolve any previous presidents, Republican or Democrat, from doing similar things, but we're dealing with what is right in front of our eyes right now, or recently. Biden appointees arbitrarily dictating sweeping prohibitions of firearms that could turn tens of millions of peaceful gun owners into felons on a federal level. Where? Hey, look at my shirt. Defend the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment does not grant you the right to keep and bear arms. It acknowledges a pre-existing right of self-defense that exists within the people. Pre-exists the existence of our government. And no, the Second Amendment was not written for hunting. It was written to protect ourselves, protect life, liberty, and property, including from the overreach of dictators in our government that should, uh, you know, abandon the constitution if we allow it. What else did Biden dictate? Hmm, boy, there's probably a lot more. But look at him, stonewall congressional investigations, dropping a cloak of secrecy around uh, many controversial policies. Um, and he can't, of course, speak without a teleprompter. And even with a teleprompter, it's arguable that he's, he's, he's mumbling and bumbling and not speaking. Nobody knows what he's saying. He ended a, a speech this week, this last week, God save the queen, man. What the hell is that? Uh, I'm just asking. Is it? I mean, is that funny? Why in America? God save the queen. The queen's dead. They apparently have a king now, and we left that in theory. I hope in actuality to establish a new nation, laws written in congruence with natural law, nature and nature's God, God's law. Granted, too, I want you to understand that freedom of religion in the First Amendment is an acknowledgement that every government prior that was even religiously oriented would declare that you had to be a member of a certain church or sect. And the people that came to the land that would become known as the United States of America said, "No, no, we don't want the government dictating to us how we worship. We wanted the freedom to worship as we feel is correct. And we don't want a state-sanctioned religion, although we've degraded, again, under Democrats and Republicans, to a nation that is in violation of the First Amendment. We have a state-sanctioned religion, and you know it, it's the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. No, it's not Christianity, it's not Judaism, it's not Islam, it's not anything else. It's the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism, modern medicine, the medical monopoly, owns and controls the government, and if you do not believe in their church, in their in their sect, in their cult of modern medicine, including the sacrament in the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism, vaccinology, vaccination, then we're going to take your kids. You've seen them elivi- uh, uh, eliminate religious freedom in California, in New York, Various states, they've attempted to remove religious objection uh, or exemption. Now, I will add one more thing here before we uh, wrap this subject up and move into our guest this hour. And, and, and oh, man, can't, I, sometimes I can't believe I have to keep coming back to this. But it's so basic, we miss it. If we have to exempt, plead, beg, sue, to be able to exempt out or to opt out of, for instance, medical experimentation, MRNA injection technology, then the assumption is that you are owned already and controlled already by, in this case, government, which is owned and controlled by, guess what, the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism and Medical Monopoly. And many, disappointingly, many religious, religious institutions don't seem to get that, and they have also subjugated themselves to government by requesting special status under 501c3, you know, religious, uh, 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 say, uh, nonprofit status, but by the Constitution, religious organizations are already there. They didn't need to ask special permission of Internal Revenue Service. So they've subjugated themselves, so then they can't speak about spiritual principles as it might relate to the body politic control of your speech once again. And here it is, the, the rub that I'm bringing you right now. That's It's very uncomfortable. I acknowledge it. But if you have to exempt or opt out, then they already have you. In reality, in truth, if you are acknowledging and living as a child of God, created by God, not government, your rights come from God, not government, you don't have to ask permission except to do that which is a privilege not a right, a privilege, and that is what the you know the government kind of messes with you, and people that want to control you and own you, they convince you that a right is a privilege, but they'll call it a right, and it can be removed based on your bad behavior. What is that bad behavior? My gosh, you might not like, you know, rainbow pride events because you think it inappropriately sexualizes children before they're of age to, to know about those things because you're a parent and you want to protect your kids. You want to allow them to have a childhood, for goodness sake. Oh, but that's bad behavior. We will cancel you. We will, on and on it goes. So where is that point of bodily autonomy to not get experimented upon? That's the opt-in principle. If you in a free market of ideas and even uh, offerings of medicines and on, and on it goes, you get to go, yeah, I think that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll risk it. Cause I want it. But this is, Upside down in America. So if you think you're free as an American and you have to ask permission to not get a shot, then the question is, are you really free? And who owns you or who owns your children? Very uncomfortable to ask the question, but it must be asked. And we must look in the mirror and ask that question and then speak to God directly through prayer or however you do it and say, what is my proper role here to be an example for my children? Do I want to teach them to be subjugated to a formerly servant government that they then are forced into servitude and perpetual debt without end that can never actually be repaid except by keep pawning it off on the next generation, the next generation, the next generation, which is why you numbered your kids because you didn't know you didn't have to. I'm not claiming to be holier than thou when I say this. I recognized the game, the slave system. And we thought, you know, we just had Juneteenth. Oh, the slaves were freed. Well, it turns out that they enslaved everybody, didn't matter what color you were, via the economic enslavement by giving you a beastly number, that social security number. So I said, you know what, not only are we not asking permission of the government to get married, we're going to file our you know, covenant and we're going to put it in our family Bible. We are not giving these kids or allowing them to be given a, a social security number and or birth certificate, which is like becoming a vessel of the state. And I thought, you know, I was the weird one. I was the only one that ever did that. No, I'm not the only one. But now people are talking about it like, oh, man, maybe he wasn't so kooky and crazy talking about that all those years ago, back in the 1990s when I you know, was actually I was learning about this in the 80s into the 90s before I got married. So I would see the error of our ways and of our ancestors, of our parents and grandparents, how they just kind of gave up on freedom because life became so easy. No one guaranteed it was going to be easy being here on planet Earth. But if you walk with the spirit, if you walk with the guidance of God, you can navigate the, the most dangerous of waters. But the fear induction machinery of modern medicine tries to have us abandon God to say, well, God's not going to save you. It's only Fauci, medical man. And so we give up on our divine relationship and our own divinity. And then we follow along with the edicts of those who have abandoned God. God doesn't abandon us, but we can choose to abandon God. And then what? And then what happens? Well, some of the things we talked about yesterday, including all of the abuse that is heaped generation over generation on young people, and a percentage of them end up doing the same thing to other children. That cycle. How do we break that cycle? And that's a bit of what we might discuss today as well. As we welcome to the Robert Bell Show for the first time, uh, is it Yaku? Boyans? I don't know. Yes. Yaku Boyans. Yaku Boyans. Welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah. You come from South Africa originally?
2: Yes. Proud American citizen, though. Legal immigrant.
0: Welcome. Did it, welcome, the, right,
2: did it right. the right way.
0: Glad you're here. And you have a website, Yaku uh, dot We have it linked up in the show notes at robertsgabell.com. Faith, family, freedom become an advocate in your community, what things you can do. We've been talking about the trafficking issue yesterday. It was quite an extraordinary day and there's a new film coming out about it. And, and you know, we talked about the, the many causes of why this keeps going, because it's been thousands of years on this planet that this kind of abuse of children has been ongoing. It's not a new phenomenon, although uh, it, it'd be frightening if people realized how entrenched it is into the highest levels of government, media, uh, you know, it, finance and everything. And, you know, the question is why? And then what can we do about it? And so, uh, Yaku, please let us know your experience. What's your perspective?
2: Yeah, no, guys, thank you for your voice. Thank you for your voice of truth and and liberty. Uh, I'm an immigrant in the United States, immigrated 2001. This is the 28th year that I'm fighting, and our organization's fighting human trafficking with a specific uh, approach to child sexual exploitation. 53 countries around the world. In 1994... I was 18 years old, my sister was trafficked. She was 12 years old, raised raised by a single mom. And it took us six years to get my sister back. And in that process, being raised in the church by a, an amazing woman of God, our faith is in our savior. And in that process, he told me not another one. And so this is year 28 of fighting human trafficking. And it's ironic, you know, in 2001, we were sounding the alarm to America. We only, we only instituted Law against child sexual exploitation in America in 2015. I and mean, between 2015 and 2023, we've had to watch how a law is as good as toilet paper if it's not enforced. Um, I, I, the things happening in our nation is diabolical. Uh, you know, our film, Sound of Freedom, is a great film. Tim Ballard's a really good friend. Jim Cavisa, the guys, did a great job. We talk about the slow fade of the American moral culture. In 1933, John Dewey signed the Humanist Manifesto. He's one of the key signers. That Humanist Manifesto that was signed by John Dewey was really undergirded by Joseph Stalin and the Russian public, uh, uh, sorry, German Nazi public education system. And so since 1993, we had secular humanism and then Marxism as a bedrock of public education. And then you bring Alfred Kinsey to the table. Kinsey sodomizes boys six weeks old. We call him a champion in the era. He co-opts Hugh Hefner, Hugh Hefner Hollywood. Hollywood brings the porn revolution and all of a sudden the moms and dads in 2023 cry help. They're coming for our children. The truth is they've been coming for the children because this this is the day of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's the same thing. It's the same as it's always been. It's a culture departing from God. It's good men doing nothing. And unfortunately, if we're going to swallow the truth pill, because we do a lot of work on the southern border. Mm-hmm. By God's grace, I'm a subject matter expert for many nations around the world on human trafficking and child sexual exploitation, including our former president's task force. The truth here, guys, is this. American men buy sex. And so when we say children are flooding across the border, cartels bringing children across the border, children are being recycled, trafficked across the border, sending back to bring more military age able-bodied men into our nation who want to do harm. They're not coming here to assimilate and become Americans like I did. Nobody is asking a single migrant today, do you want to become an American? Are you willing to lay down your former allegiance? Will you bear arms? Will you uphold the constitution? Which by the way, is one of the greatest violations of President Joe Biden in your previous segment. Mm -hmm. He also does not have the constitutional right to allow children to die on our border. He also doesn't have the constitutional right to decide who gets to live and who dies. But yet he is. There's 144 sex crimes against the Biden family in the Marco Polo report. This guy is a a walking example of a two class system uh, in 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 the Justice Department. The things they're doing is diabolical. But the truth is this: mm. children are trafficked across the border because American men buy children for sex.
0: We we talked a bit about this yesterday. Of course, uh, the demand side of it, right? going in and uh, addressing the the supply, but yet the, why is there such demand? Now, um, I would say, of course, the abandonment of, of God, those kind of principles, but one of the points yesterday was brought up of the cycle of abuse, that this abuse in childhood results in people that are hurt that end up hurting other people, yet not all do that. Some overcome it. We've featured many people over the years here that have been abused in childhood and found a way to overcome it and help others out of that horrible scenario so we look at this and I I say this is thousands of years old these kind of it, some of it's ritual abuse some of it just happens to be a pattern of behavior started in one person's childhood that they repeat throughout throughout and and many of these people even don't even know that they're doing it it's so it, it's so suppressed in their own psyche that, that, that they can operate in the public you'd never recognize them unless you, be, you know.
2: yeah yeah but it's because it's more sinister than that right this is a plot that started in Genesis. You go to Genesis six. There's enmity. There's war between Satan, those who come in agreement with him, and Eve's seed. Why, why do you think it's not ironic that in in 2022 we ask what is a woman? No other nation on earth is asking what is a woman. The Dutch, the most promiscuous nation with with brothels where naked women are standing in 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 you know in in storefront windows window fronts, they're not asking what is a woman. It's an induced cultural. Uh, Narrative, Because the nuclear family in America must be destroyed for the World Economic Forum, Davos, for the Great Reset to take effect. You cannot have a nuclear family where God is in the house. The house holds itself accountable. The family is submitted to the word of God. And collectively as a body called we the people, we uphold a certain value set. No matter who's president and who's not president. There's still more of us than them. The government is infinitely too large in this country, but there's still more of us than them. But remember, President Trump said something. It's one of the few things he did that I did not like. He perpetuated this narrative. We're the silent majority. Why in the world is the majority silent? Why do we allow the 0.01% of the trans crowd change culture, change language? Historically, that's what's happened. So it's very sinister because it is a spiritual war The sex trafficking is a tool. Sexualizing a child is a tool. It's not the end goal. The end goal is the destruction of the last man standing called the United States of America. The lamp on the hill, that nation which is called by God to be the friend of Israel, to uphold the word of God, to disciple the nations, to be the most philanthropic to usher in the kingdom of heaven, to prepare the way for the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's America's identity. It's our purpose. That's the battle. The the, the child being sexualized is a phenomenal satanic tactic to destroy family. Because a child that's sexually destroyed is not going to worry and vote to defend the Second Amendment. The, the, the First Amendment, constitutional values. You understand every 15-year-old now that's a porn addict, in three years, they're voting. In in seven years, he's a father. That's the destruction of a culture. The game here is to break America so that the world has no light.
0: Well, so that yeah. It, it, it's abandoned principle, all ye who enter here, which is like not, it's the opposite of what we had established, a principle, recognizing our rights come from God, not government, or a written constitution that would prohibit, theoretically, the government from violating those rights if the people would stand to defend it, them, suspend the constitution, because the constitution can't defend itself, you know, the words written on it, as brilliant as they are. And, I, you know, I think about the various levels of abandonment of principle. You mentioned the, 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 uh, 1933, that year, uh, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, that year was when on the congressional record, there was an absolute abject d- declaration of bankruptcy under FDR. And and you think about the concept of bankruptcy or, you know, bankrupt, moral bankruptcy as well. If you abandon the just weights and measures, which is a, f- a fundamental part of America as well, they defined money, gold, silver, you know, they defined it very specifically. And then they let left it behind as the bankers kind of took over. I think about the money changers and and what yeah. Jesus did. And that was the, you know, 1913, 20 years later, 1933, I declared bankruptcy, never been. In fact, actually, the emergency's renewed every couple of years, not changed. So we're not living under constitutionally limited so-called authority. Uh, we have abandoned it. And then one by one, little by little, over generations, now we're at this point where you go like, what what is this? What does this country stand for anymore?
2: Correct. Correct. What is its identity? You know, if, if 30 and under today, so Gen Z, 12 to 25, the America you and I fight for, although I'm an immigrant, I'm a historian. We study in South Africa American history. I had to, I had to pass written and verbal exams. I understand the branches of government, the Constitution, to be sworn in as a citizen of this country, all right? The, the 12 through 25, they're not they've never seen the America that you and I fight for. They're not gonna fight for that America. They don't know that America. Half of them weren't even alive for 9-11. They've not been taught the value systems and the value set of this country. They don't know that we abandoned the gold standard. They don't know that our our, our currency is not backed by anything. This is why guys like Kevin Freeman in the economic war room is fighting in Texas to bring a gold-backed currency back to say, hey, can we have a gold depository? They don't know that China has been stockpiling gold through rape and plunder from Africa for the last 30 years. They don't know that they're going to devalue their own currency for a digital currency. They don't know the name BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, that Mexico's president just applied to join that will give China unfeathered access to the U.S. southern border. They don't know that fentanyl is flowing into this country in the backpacks of children from China. They don't know that the Texas state sold 141,000 acres to the CCP. We are not going to be at war. We're at war. We're in it. We're at a religious war. We're at at a moral war. We are bankrupt as a nation financially. Kevin McCarthy, come on. You want to give me a break telling me we're in a spending freeze, but you raised the debt limit? Mm-hmm. Which family can operate their budget that way? Hey, American Express, raise my debt limit, and but I'm on a f- spending freeze. You're not on a spending freeze. We're bankrupt. We're morally bankrupt. We're constitutionally bankrupt. We're bankrupt in law and order. We're prosecuting a president, want to give him 75 years in prison over paper. But another president's son lies on purchasing firearms and has Who knows what what on his laptop
0: that that have done similar in terms of so-called tax interface. Uh, Wesley Snipes is now uh, trending on Twitter because what he did, he got three years in prison and he wasn't doing the other stuff. And now he can't own a gun Uh, yet. Hunter Biden, again, hypocrisy is an understatement here. Now, what do you think? Have you investigated? Because it seemed to be well versed on the economics as I bring that up a lot. Uh, The basis for collateralizing our children yet born to a debt that they've not not liable to, but their parents unknowingly make them liable to every time they ask for, hey, can we get a number for my child so I can get a tax credit for my child? It's like social engineering through the tax code much? My decision to not enter my kids into that debt slave relationship was, is, was considered radical. Perhaps it still is. And I have a religious view on that number that n- not everybody agrees with me on. That's okay. But I've made my stand on my spiritual principles, my beliefs, That I will not violate them. And then when when my kids are old enough, my son is 23, he still hasn't gone in to get a number. He gets paid in gold. And it is trying to, how do we get, and he's Gen Z, how do we get these young people there when the parents of these young people don't know what we're talking about?
2: Exactly. And and listen, here's, here's how you just represented yourself a man of character, a man of conviction. Where's that today? Where's conviction? Nobody's got conviction. BLM, conviction. They couldn't tell you five sentences of why they were burning a building down. There's no conviction. its They're swept up in an emotional movement because they're led by Satan himself. We have leveraged, not going to, we have leveraged the unborn to the hilt. Children have become the trading cards of the American culture and mm-hmm. the value system and the economic system. No
0: question about it. Yaku, what would you say about this? This is, again, this is really—I'm I'm, I'm up against it by saying this, but we're talking about trafficking children. Now, of course, the the focal point becomes sexual trafficking, but for me, I believe that if we number our children like cattle in the field so that they're collateralized for a debt that can never be repaid nor questioned according to the Constitution— that that's another form of trafficking children and i was like oh now i'm upsetting everybody because how no, many you, better, are-
2: you better you better What? okay i'll go further 5.8 million students the largest student class k through 12 is texas not california texas okay let's go look at the money made on the backs of children it's not always have to be sex remember human trafficking is too broad a term hmm. okay Child sexual exploitation means sex, but debt bondage, debt trafficking, labor trafficking. Well, we're debt trafficking every single public student in the Texas school system. I hoped, I was hoping that under Trump, the former head of the education department would actually reform and do something this whole thing stinks to high heaven it's got to be abolished the american public education system is rotten to the core it is debt trafficking a hundred percent if you understand how money is conjured up on the name and the number and the count per child how it's leveraged how it's collateralized how the banking system is swept up into it a hundred percent it's debt trafficking of the unborn even never mind the child that's just in school we're writing checks, our butts can't cash, and we're making our kids pay for it. And they're gonna pay, not just with money. They're never going to know the America you and I fight for. Never, unless we step in right now and say, enough is enough. I'm, I'm the guy that says abolish it. Abolish the public education system in America. Yeah, I mean, it's corrupt of, to the core.
0: The Department of Education has no constitutional authority to exist in my humble opinion. Uh, And that should be eliminated. But in the meantime, what do we do? Wait for them to abolish it? No, we got to pull our kids out of those systems and immediately begin to instill the values that we have, teach them the history that is not taught, even in many private schools. There are some, but not many. And then establish again that which has been lost over generations quickly because we're
2: on the road. It's possible though. Okay, we've got the the most effect. This is why Jesus Christ had to come to earth a walking example, how to walk amongst us, being tempted with every temptation we ever have, to see that the gospel of Jesus Christ, the laws of, go, uh, of God, the the Abrahamic covenant, the Mosaic covenant with Moses, with David, they hold true. My hand will be upon you. There will be a cloud by day and a fire by night. Manna will from, fall from the sky. If you, father and mother, will steward your children well, if you will educate them, if you will tell them the truth, you can revive this nation. We don't need government. I want government to be so small that you can't find them. I don't rely on the Oval Office, no matter who's there, to raise my children. It's my responsibility as a father. Mm-hmm. I can speak truth into their lives. I can teach them the right constitutional values and the true history of this nation. And if enough of us do it, mm-hmm. it's in fact how Jesus built the church from the ground up. This is the grassroots movement. We need to take a hold of Is saying the nuclear family I'm going to educate my kids, and I'm abandoning this cabal system that we have allowed to be created over the last, you know, 200 and something years.
0: Yaku, uh, let me ask you about this, because this is, becomes a— when people hear, for instance, that may not have the Christian theology or, you know, Jesus-following theology, uh, do they hear what you're saying? Because I don't hear you saying, I want a theocracy, right? That's no, the I hear. not at all. And they think that uh, y- Here's what I'll, I'll say I...
2: to them. Yes. Here's what I'll please. say to them. Find me a better model that has successfully sustained the tests of time. I'm not saying I want a theocracy. I'm saying we have a blueprint. If I present to you a blueprint on how to build a house and you abandon it and say, I'm going to do it my way and your house implodes, shame on you. There's a blueprint that says it's about love. It's unconditional love. It's sacrificial. It's the Good Samaritan but it works and it gives the nuclear family the power. It's the only system on earth that is not forced. It's the only system on earth that does not force you to comply. It says you father and mother are the stewards of your children. What did you do with what I gave you? What are we doing with the gifts we have as American citizens, the freedom we so fight for, right? Our children, who we entrust them with. It's the best system I've ever been able to find. If you ask me, it's the only. But I'm not going to dominate that on somebody. I'm just saying what they're telling you to do is not working because they're asking you to abandon your authority in the home and your responsibility. And trust Uncle Sam to make your boy a girl and do double mastectomies on your 12-year-old girls and destroy society while you're looking at the shiny object You know, you want to talk about, I mean, come on, I I meet with presidents. Are you aware of what's happening right now in South America? What China is doing? Are you aware that China is bribing at this moment, the president of the Dominican Republic, to get the Monsignor port? They want access to the Gulf. They want submarines in the Gulf. Look at Taiwan. Pay attention to Taiwan. This government is so excellent at making us pay attention to the shiny object while they are bankrupting Mm -hmm. this nation while they're Mm -hmm. bowing to davos to the world economic forum while our southern border is an absolute abomination Mm -hmm. fentanyl flowing in kids dying you could drive a dirty bomb into hudspeth county texas across the rio grande that's seven feet wide and two inches deep and no one would know
0: until it was too late yaku there's another thing uh in terms of freedom um Agency, one of the greatest gifts God gave us, besides life, and what they're doing. The trick is to get people to volunteer into servitude, volunteer into slavery. Fourteenth Amendment didn't abolish slavery; it abolished involuntary servitude. Right. But what, what they've right. done since that time is to convince us to volunteer into slavery, and this is the abandonment. Yet it's a subtle way that they can go. Well. It, You It was your choice. We didn't make you do it. Kind of like Biden going, we didn't make you do it. It was those companies that said you had to do, you know, it's like it's a it's a word game. It's a shell game. But still, the reality is, just as you pointed out, where are the people standing up on principle, standing in in truth in light in their conviction to know I will not (laughs) let you cross that line? And we have become so soft, so lazy in our servitude where things are cared they're taken care of i mean miraculously food appears at the corner grocery store that's right that's right all of the things that have softened us and weakened us not made us the greatest country in the world we were the greatest because of our principles and that we lived them and defended them not because we had this great economy even though i know the economy plays a role in freedom i'm not denying that that's part of the you know the entirety of freedom but the reality is the Making it so easy over generations has weakened us and caused us to be easily swayed by shiny objects, crass materialism, et cetera, as if that's salvation and we've abandoned the true relationship. And in that way, we become vulnerable to all of this evil that's happening.
2: We've bought into the notion that a free people create weak men and weak men create a people in bondage, right? And so it doesn't have to be that way, though. It doesn't. And, and and this is just don't give the pinky, thinking that they're bothering for the pinky. You're dealing with demonic dark forces here that come to steal, kill, and destroy. This is not a game, man. This is serious. This is this is absolutely pivotal. It's nine one one fire alarm. Stop the bus, America, and turn. You cannot trust the government, none of them, with nothing when it comes to your family. They did a study with eight grade kids in, in the Northeast, asking them, where do chickens come from? And over 70% of the kids said, from the store. I blame the parent. I mean, I'm not trusting a school to tell my kid whether he's a boy or a girl. No way, man. That's my job as a parent. They, they don't know. It's just magic. It's comfort. It's this. Now, freedom. What is freedom? I'd argue this today. A lot in the GOP, even today, they want the freedom from truth. It's just leave me alone. We kind of are free so that we can for the next generation. That's our, our, our I, I, I hold on and here. I,
0: we're getting some it. strange uh, hiccups in your audio. I don't know what's going on there. Super Don, can you help me out and figure this out? Because I don't want to lose any of the, the sentences, the words he's stringing together that make it a lot of sense and are very important to hear.
1: Yeah, uh, it was just it was a glitch of the internet on his end there.
0: Okay, it's temporary probably, it
1: Looks like it might have corrected. Might have cleared
0: it up. All right, Yaku. Thank, thank you. I apologize. I just want to make sure that we're not missing yeah, any of the roads there.
2: I'm just saying we, have it because we've looked. There was a time when your dad. Think of it this way.
0: He still, hold on, it's still, it's still the- happening. Super should we have. Yeah, Yaku could you drop and reconnect real quick. You drop right? and reconnect real quick. I apologize cuz again, it's very important that what we're relating today and I don't want to lose that and it'll reconnect and probably we will be better off. So let's go there. Anyway. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's intense But I like you said that intensity should not be lost uh, you know, as far as uh, the words that are being uh, put together <laughs> to make sense. So uh Yaku, welcome back. Uh, hopefully this works better. Go ahead.
2: Thank you guys. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, sounds good. Thank you.
2: Okay. Here's, here's what I'm saying. Your parents lived in an era where the community could be trusted to raise, be trusted to raise values you, values, your family held, your father held in the home. The church held the same values. The school principal held the same values. And so when you saw a kid step out of line a little bit in the grocery store and mouth off with disrespect to an adult, another adult would kindly speak into his life. And it was this communal effort of upholding a standard and a principle of a nation that's gone it's dead the school does not hold your values you you'd be hard pressed to find a church that is not willing to cave today to the to the yeah. woke oh, that, alphabet all- model correct yeah. so now it is back to where we started it's that little that little community farm school with the three families farming their kids it's now back to the nuclear family saying Let's connect and lock arms and take responsibility, look in the mirror, be accountable, take responsibility for the duty of turning this nation back.
0: Yaku, what can people do as we're wrapping up here with you? We just lost your video, but I still can hear you, so I I want you to relate real quick. We have your uh, Ministries.org and it's linked up in the show notes. What can people learn about there? How can they plug in? What can they do to help uh, real quick as we wrap up?
2: Yeah, please go to helpjbm.org. There they can learn how to fortify their family, what should shouldn't be in the kids' curriculum, how we fight sex trafficking. They can join us in the effort. They can educate themselves. They can get help if the family needs help, such as a father that needs to get out of pornography. I mean, this is a massive cohesive effort that can help us with legislation and policy. Thank you, guys. You do phenomenal work. You're brave um, for speaking the truth. Appreciate you.
0: Yaku, thank you for joining us and, and strengthening that message as well. I appreciate you. And uh just stay in touch if we can help in any way.
2: God bless you. Thanks.
0: All right. Yaku boyens and again, uh, we've got the links up in the show notes today at RobertScatbell.com. Thank you for being on board today. Uh, we've got a lot to do. Jeez, we got a lot to do. Uh, and you know, two days in a row, we've covered some serious, serious topics. Not that we don't, and not that we're uh averse to covering serious topics, uh, but you know, life is You got to find some lighten up time as well. And the lighten up kind of thing that uh, people are doing, I don't necessarily recommend either. And that is the Ozempic way. (laughs) I do not recommend the Ozempic way. Uh, There's an article here out of the Daily Mail uh, that says, the headline reads, The shocking side effects of Ozempic causing a wave of ER visits in America. You talk about abandonment of principle. You're willing to risk your very health and life so you can lose weight rapidly without changing your diet or lifestyle? Ozempic, really? So they're seeing an uptake in Ozempic patients in hospitals. FDA warned of uptick in side effects, which are direct effects of the drug that are not marketable. Uh, Man, what are people willing to do? This is just another layer or level of abandonment of principle that says we can do a, a shortcut. We're being sold the proverbial false bill of goods because we have become lazy. And, and as we talk about some other drug issues in the next hour, including um, methylphenidate, um, uh, different drugs that they're putting kid, kids on for ADHD and things, same scenario, the parents are you know, responding to the schools that they're, they're sending their children to because I would argue the growth of government has become so obscene that the cost of government is so large. That you can't, as in previous generations, have one parent even stay home to care for the family, much less to educate kids in a more homeschool environment so that you're not getting government indoctrination. And this leads to, again, shortcuts. We're sold the false bill of goods that you don't really need to work hard. You don't need to eat right, whatever that means. They don't even know what that means at the governmental level, as you know. And much of the medical establishment has identified the idea that you don't have nutrient deficiencies. You only have drug deficiencies. And that weight loss is clearly evidence of an ozempic drug deficiency. And you buy into it and you're going, yeah, I want that. I want that. Fast shortcuts. The reality is it took you however long you've been on this planet to get where you are today. And sure, there have been short bursts and accelerations and decelerations along the way uh, in your journey. But if you think, let's say, you are morbidly obese or even slightly overweight to the point where you don't feel comfortable in your body, the question is, how and why did that happen? Is it uh, oh, I've got um, I've got a hormone issue? And you could say that, and you could be legitimately correct in a diagnosis. And then you ask the question, if you if you would, well, why are my why is my endocrine system not functional? Now you're getting to again, always going to the root cause, always going to the heart of what really is the problem. Are you lacking minerals? Are the minerals coming in at all? Are they in the right form? If you're supplementing. And then even then, the question is, hey, am I moving my tushy? (laughs) Am I using the body that God gave me in a way that allows me to be at whatever, you know, whatever you perceive to be a healthy weight for you? I'm not saying it's a one size fits all. We all have different body types and styles and things like that. But the question, again, of toxicity and deficiency comes back in the line here. As I you know mentioned, the Ozempic ER visits on top of everything else, Ozempic butt, Ozempic face. How many things like this?
1: Ozempic finger.
0: Ozempic finger. What is that's, the Ozempic finger? That's name? another
1: one where where uh, people we give Ozempic
0: the finger. What do you their, What are you talking the, about? Their
1: rings and stuff are falling mm. off because uh, of the oh, rapid weight loss. Uh, you know, I we talk a lot about Ozempic, and and some people would be like, "Why do you guys just keep talking about Ozempic?" Right? Well, it's in the news constantly because they keep having these 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 new things coming up here, and I just look. I can appreciate somebody wanting to lose weight. I could use. Yeah, no, I, I, could, I could lose a few pounds myself. Okay. But, you know, let's use me as an example. Okay. okay. If somebody came up to me and they said, no, check it out, man. Check it mm-hmm. out. There's this yeah. drug here that you can take. You just inject yourself once a day. Uh, it'll cost you $1,500 a month. But mm-hmm. check it out, man. you lose all this weight. Well, you know, I'm going to read about it. I'm going to do a little bit of research to do it. When I find out, like this story we covered today, that people are going to the emergency room for violent diarrhea. Do I really want to do that? To lose some weight. Either, A, I'm going to find another way to lose weight, or I'm going to go, ah, oh, it's okay. I, I, know I'm good.
0: If, if you want to lose weight fast, how about a coffee enema a day? Well,
1: okay. So if I looked up coffee enema and it said, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, just so you know, mm-hmm. uh, the listed side effects of coffee enema are violent diarrhea, uh,
0: violent bloating, uh, hair loss. Well, fortunately, uh, it's not that, but yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It's yeah. just, I'd be like, no, that's okay. You know. Now, my aversion to a coffee anime has to do with one thing and one thing only. <laughs> and it's it's not. <laughs> it's not
0: uh, I, it's, I know. It's, I know. So, I, I'm just saying there are other ways that don't involve injections, drugs, toxic poisons. In fact, the opposite is needed, that we need to remove the toxic poisons that have accumulated. Yes, we need to move as our bodies are designed to move. But it doesn't mean everybody's going to look the same because, again, there are body types. There are so many different body types. But the idea is, of course, we have become so accustomed to quick fixes in the era of the 20th to 21st century now, where modern medicine and pseudoscience took over and said better living through synthetic chemistry, that we believe the lies and that people are willing to even either not look at the quote unquote side effects or look at them and go, you know what, that's worth it. I don't care. I just need, it's like, what do you expect is going to happen to your body at that point? And then are you going to demand a single-payer socialized health system because you, you can't afford the the bills that come due from, from taking toxic poisons to lose weight? And then, of course, that which is offered through a single-payer system is more poison <laughs> for profit. And profit, in and of oh, itself, yeah. is not evil. But in the way Dude, they do the, it,
1: yeah. the company, the drug company that that uh, what is it, Novo Nordisk, I think, or mm-hmm. something that uh, mm-hmm. came out with this this Ozempic.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh man, they're they're just making just tons and tons of money on this thing. Yeah. And what it's done is now you've got all these other companies that are taking the basic uh, drug, you know, mm-hmm. semaglutide or whatever it's called, and they're coming out with their own versions of it because everybody oh, yeah. wants it. Exactly. Everybody's oh, willing yeah. to pay for it. Yeah. And everybody's willing to go through all this other stuff, you know, these side effects and stuff like that in order to lose the weight so that they don't have to change how they eat, they don't have to exercise, they just...
0: In freedom, of course, you'd have the option to choose that if you want, but you wouldn't get to make other people pay for it. And when you get sick and toxic because of that drug, you wouldn't get other people to pay for it. But again, this is the, the, the misapplication of goodness and charity through government. If we just cared, and this is another aspect of what, if we can get Bobby Kennedy back on, because he had a great, I don't know if y'all saw it, like an hour and a half talk on foreign policy. I was like, whoa, this guy really wants to take on the military industrial complex and establish being a peace president, right? Uh, Like his uncle in in many ways, attempted at least. Uh, But the question is about caring and concern for your neighbor because a lot of it is taking the money we expend overseas and spending it on people here, which is still a form of welfare. Now that's going to create an opposition from a certain segment of our political population on the right going, well, we don't like that form of welfare, but you're okay when it's military, right? It's like h- hypocrisy abounds on every side of the equation. And then the question becomes, what is the compassionate caring thing to do to care- help people overcome all of these ailments and illnesses? How about freeing up all of the healers to heal? with the power and safety, if you will, of natural medicine. And I know natural is not regulated by government. I'm not asking for a a governmental definition, but something that was rooted in common sense. It's in the natural world applying it, going back to these principles that are time immemorial, time tested for thousands of years of recorded history that have been erased in the era of the church of pharmaceutical mysticism, medical monopolies. And will a single payer system, a socialized system, Engage in that. No, we know we see the world uh, of socialized systems, and no, they're pharmaceutical payouts, just like our so-called capitalistic system, which is not true free market capitalism in medicine, is also a form of welfare for, for the pharmaceutical industrial complex. They have exclusive monopoly over the treatment of disease, and whether it's through a phony free market or whether it's through socialized single payer system, they're winning and you're losing. So I do want to talk with Bobby Kennedy about that issue. Maybe that'd be number one on the list. There's a lot of questions I have for him. That one would be great to, to encompass to cover. Cause I think he knows this stuff. The question is he considered from a policy perspective. He said, there's going to be a, a health policy perspective meeting. Are there any homeopaths invited? Natural, just asking same thing. I don't want to see the same mistakes made over and over again. That's insane. Anyway, thank you for being here. Uh pretty intense first hour. As you know, if you'd like to see what's going on, come to the show notes at robertscoutbell.com. sign up for the newsletter robertscabell.com a pop-up will come in to if you come to the, sh- the the site and you can just fill in your your internet what do you call it internet address email address that's it <laughs> and then super donald Casey let me uh a-
1: let me tell you about this really cool thing called the internet robert thank you yeah i've heard yeah. of it yeah. an internet address thank you <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude
1: what's i'm that, still what's that of the bo- generation thing where you like you push the button and you can get your email. What's that thing called? Look,
0: we oh, gen Xers
1: A computer. Oh, a computer. Next. Yes, yes. That's Nationally
0: right. That can happen. All right. Thanks for making fun of me. <laughs> All right, y'all. You can make fun of me. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, check out the upcoming events. We'll let you know about that. Rumor has it, Leslie. Leslie will show up sometime in hour two to talk about the RSB Family Union. Is there room enough for you? That's I hope right. so. Love to see you there. And other upcoming events, and I want to say thanks to our friends at Folium PX, Bobri, and what he's doing is extraordinary, scientifically validated. If you are stuck, if you can't break through the wall, man, try Folium products. FoliumPX.com, Folium Immuno, Folium Relax, and more. And use the code RSB10 to get 10% off. We'll be back after this, because the power to heal is yours. All right, back at it here. Uh, just, uh, I don't know if I'm ticking people off today with some of the things I'm bringing up, but uh, they must be said. And I think, you know, last hour with uh, Yaku, first time on the show, uh, pretty intense. You know, when we talk about these, the subject matter of, uh, of trafficking, uh, uh, trafficking humans, not just children. And it's not just sexual, it's just economics, uh, the trafficking as well. And uh, I'd like you to consider at least some of, even though it's uncomfortable, of the existing uh, economic system in which we find ourselves generations in decline abandonment of principle and recognize that you are not required to participate in it it's a choice ultimately we are convinced by others prior to us that there is no choice you're just born into it and you know my my version of born into it is a little different i had to fight my way out uh and provide something different for my kids and give them the opportunity to go in with open eyes to make decisions about the world in which they have incarnated into to decide whether they have a choice or not or pretend that they don't. And I've always told them that it is their choice ultimately when they become adults as to how they wanna live. I have attempted to do that which I believe is in in their best interest to let them know that there is always choice agency. And that is a gift from God. And, you know, interestingly enough, I, you know, think about my, my, my lost pal recently. He's not lost, but we've lost him in the, in the physical sense, Dr. Batar and uh, Rashid, his final message with his deep spiritual profound experience was tell them to basically live in free will to exert free will and to recognize that the choices that they give you are not free will. That is, you either get the jab or you lose your job. Well, it's a choice, but is it free will? No, it's within a box. It's within a constraint. And so many of us have accepted the box in which we were born into, not realizing we could do better. But when we do realize we could do better, of course, that's a daunting (laughs) look-see. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean if I could do better, that means the choice is mine again. I can't claim to be a victim. I can't claim. It's not, I I, I didn't do it. They, they, everybody else did it. I'm locked. I'm stuck. I, I, it's not a comfortable place to be when you acknowledge that or are attempting to maybe acknowledge that. And therefore the dilemma often leads us to how do I abandon my responsibility for co-creation with God and pretend it's not my choice. To do that. Well, the system. The system's so messed up. I can't do it. It's too powerful. It's too this. I'm too this. I'm. Any number of programs that we run to keep us from our what? Our our highest ideals, our connection to source, our ability to live beyond convention. Our ability to see through the limitations, for instance, of the medical establishment of the medical monopoly, which is a Luciferian, largely Luciferian agenda to limit your power to heal by proclaiming that you don't have it except that you come through me, the proverbial medical doctor who is licensed by state agencies, I believe unconstitutional, to protect the economic monopoly of a particular industry. Remember, a license is a permission slip to do that which would otherwise be considered illegal. And for me, that was offensive because healing is something from God, not government, much less anybody who's captured government. And if we look at uh, economic realities, the ability to interact economically in freedom, do I need a license to engage in buying and selling and uh, bartering and and trading and exchange? I mean, again, we've accepted a far lower standard of reality based on convenience, based on ease. You just roll over and you can do it. Look how easy that was, as opposed to actually having to grow your own food, actually having to engage and make relationships that work, because you have to work at relationships, remember? Not just interpersonal ones or marriage, that's big, but relationships to the world at large and all the people in it. Now, granted, you're not going to get along with everybody. You're not going to agree with everybody. That's not going to be the case. But left of your own accord and others left of their own accord... You pretty much figure out that it's in your self-interest and his self-interest and her self-interest to find a way to get along, even if you disagree on a lot of things. It's when one group of individuals gets together and goes, you know what? We kind of agree on this. Let's go to the government. Let's let's take it and let's make everybody else agree on this. And if they don't, let's punish them. And I believe, at least in part, a significant part, the dawning of America was to stop that from happening. Kings, queens, emperors, even democracy, which is quite dangerous in its purest form. The majority gets to vote in or out. What you thought was a right will be relegated to privileged status because you now have an unpopular opinion that will not be protected. Remember, the First Amendment, which involves freedom of speech, is there to protect not the speech everybody agrees with, the easy stuff, the popular stuff, but the stuff that's vile and disgusting that you completely disagree with. Right, I de- whatever happened to I defend? I disagree with what you say. I defend your right to the death to say it. Who who believes in that anymore? Weirdly enough, um, more people on the conservative political right. I'm not saying 100, percent but than what we thought in the past when it was the liberal political left that said freedom of speech. You people are de- denying us freedom of speech, and now they are the the most powerful force, if you will, illusory, but <sighs> doing what they can to limit our freedom of speech particularly when it comes to, interestingly enough, health and healing. But a whole lot of other things, too, in terms of what we talked about last hour, the belief in the family, the belief in protecting children from hypersexualizing them or sexualizing them before the parents feel that they're at, of the age to, to understand that kind of stuff and really have the, the wherewithal to you know, have some kind of way to interact with it without losing themselves in the process. In the meantime, you've got a segment of the population. I don't think it's a majority of anybody, but... Somehow they've gained control because we've gotten to sleep on this stuff. To say that boys are not boys, girls are not girls. They can interchange and we can just butcher on them and mutilate them surgically and then put them on very profitable, <coughs> I'm sorry, it's horrible, hormone-blocking drugs, puberty-blocking drugs, um, endocrine disruptors of all kinds on purpose beyond whatever's in the environment make them lifelong dependent on these drugs that cause cancer among other things which leads us to our first story in hour two check it out in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com at the free press the fp.com america's love affair with adderall and what happened when we were forced to live without it and they and they talk about this this young young man james hilton high school s- a sophomore in darien connecticut who went to a psychiatrist his parents sent him to a psychiatrist because he was struggling with school He wasn't doing well, couldn't focus. And they put him on Adderall. And then James' life changed. And it's like this success story. It's like, my gosh, (coughs) excuse me. Gatterall's like my morning cup of coffee. I'm in, I'm on, I'm on. And Adderall through high school, Adderall into college at Columbia University. And then now, they pull the Adderall plug. They say, there's a shortage. And now the the young man, the little boy, the young man now that depends on this drug to get by is withdrawn from it, access to it, and finds out how dysfunctional he really is because Adderall never solved the underlying issues or actual physiological and or emotional and other problems that may have been present as a young man, as a boy. That was wallpapered over with toxic wallpaper inside and out. By the drug Adderall. A shortage, a shortage. This is interesting. And there's so many stories like this of young people being medicated with, with you know, not just Adderall, but Ritalin, methylphenidate, and other things. Even though we know that there are addictive properties, there are other toxicological properties to the brain and nervous system that haven't been fully studied or understood, or if they do understand, them, they're not admitting that they do. I mean, what is it like to take a young child and make them addicted to hyperstimulating neurological drugs throughout developmental years? How does that re- result in a healthier, well-adapted adult if you withdraw the drug from them at that point, some point in their future, never having addressed the real issue, which is there's no such thing as a pharmaceutical drug deficiency, Adderall deficiency, methylphenidate deficiency, et cetera. And I'm not even talking about misuse and abuse of the drugs. I'm talking about those that have been made dependent upon it because parents gave up in the 20th century primarily with the age of, of modern chemistry, modern medicine, where it be- began to dominate the Western world and in America where it became the United States of drug America. Now, Tiva is the major manufacturer apparently of, uh, of uh, Adderall. It's amphetamine, mixed salts, and other things they are saying there's shortages of this stuff. Um, they're blaming a little bit of the DEA, perhaps. Too much control over it. What else? More prescriptions than ever for it. It's outstripping the ability to produce the demand for it. The ease with which you can go online and get a prescription for Adderall. Again, there's Ritalin, too. Oh, man, what a mess. Our kids do not suffer from deficiency of these drugs, but... Very often you'll hear parents and they'll say, well, we tried everything and I finally gave up and I had to take my little Johnny, little Susie in and get these medications. And then someone like me, a homeopath or a naturopath or other holistically inclined doctor might dare to ask questions about what is your child eating? What kind of sleep cycles do they have? What are the bowel habits? Do they have intestinal uh, you know, normalcy or inflammation? Is there, is there constipation? What's going on with the skin? What's it, any number of systems that have been compromised that are papered over again with other drugs, medications that are caused by the food, the additives, preservatives, flavorings, colorings, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, heavy metals from in, uh, injections. What's the vaccine history of this child? Not asked. And they end up at the psychiatric office and or other MDs that go, here's pediatrician will sign off on this too. And we have a nation of drug addicts, and I'm not talking street drugs, which in arguably could be safer in some ways, particularly cannabis. But I'm not saying abusing cannabis is good either. Abusing anything is not good. But the point is they have relegated themselves a special status that our drugs are legit, and anybody that uses something else, that's not legit. Yet no deficiency. Then this company, Cerebral, what a name. Cerebral provides online therapy and medication, third largest advertiser on TikTok for kids primarily, and Amazon and HBO. Filling out a questionnaire, 30 minute call, and you can get these drugs too. Really simple. Now, in Freedom, I guess you should be able to have access to this, but there isn't freedom because the freedom to know about the things I'm talking about in general, the doctors that dominate through licensure and monopoly medical practices, by and large don't know anything about this, or if they start to stray in this direction, they will be attacked and threatened with loss of license and loss of their livelihood, their ability to pay back the ungodly loans that they took out to go through medical school, quarter million, half a million, whatever it is, that that, that owns and controls them. And very few that we've seen rise up in the era of COVID to speak out against that and some have indeed lost their licenses and given up everything yet regain their soul, so to speak, regain their spiritual sanity to do that, which is right, that which is correct. Just amazing. But the lack of the medication now is creating other problems. They've been dependent upon it. They've not addressed and assessed what happens when you become hooked through your childhood and adult years, and then you withdraw it suddenly due to artificial or uh, natural so-called means of production. Question I have is, are they doing this on purpose to basically disable those who have become crutch-abled on a drug to function somewhat in society? And now they are completely dysfunctional, the young people. And the next generation can't take over because they can't function. In the article, they acknowledge there is no brain scan, no blood test for ADHD. It's all subjective. Psychiatric disorder. The DSM-5, we've covered that for many years here. John Rappaport and I have covered it. Peter Bregan has covered it. The entirety of psychiatry and psychiatric drugging is based on no objective standard. Blood test, urine test, hair test, any of these things. It's behavioral. And then they go, well, let's mess with your chemistry, see what happens. Oh, look, it seems to have calmed you down. Well, imagine burning out your brain and nervous system that may be misfiring due to functional deficiencies of minerals and or toxic burdens of, of neurotoxic, particularly substances, but how about gut microbiome destruction by antibiotic? How many kids, these kids have been on antibiotics for years and years and years? And it's not even about probiotics, it's about the damage done to the lining of their gut and they don't know how to repair it, recover it. For those of you who are new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, by the way, in Unlock the Power to Heal, the book I wrote with my buddy Ty Bollinger, we've made this available for years now, the chapter on gut health and gut recovery for free. If you come to robertscottbell.com, we don't even require, I don't even require you to sign up for the newsletter. It'd be nice if you did, but we're not making you do it. That's how much I believe in freedom, much to my apparently economic detriment. (laughs) Please sign up for the newsletter free. Honestly, that's all. But you can get that looking for the silver aloe gut recovery protocol, boom, superdon moved it up, it's on the right-hand column, boom, the PDF applied, boom, you, you can read it immediately and understand how to accelerate recovery of your gut. What took me two years to do when I learned about natural medicine, homeopathy, and minerals and, and organic foods? I can help people do in two months or less. Read about it. So the question is, is this a nefarious plot to withdraw the drug immediately on people that have become, through childhood, ad- addicted? forcefully addicted by big pharma and big medicine and big government, in fact. And then let's see what happens when we withdraw them suddenly. Is this a grand social experiment or a nefarious plot to limit the ability of young people to become, I dare I say, contributing members of society because everybody's got a different definition of that. But suffice to say, that concept of functional adult, functional adulting, although as we talked about last hour, many adults would rather take Ozempic. To lose weight than actually change their diet and lifestyle and exercise and that includes again mineral deficiency more than just paying lip service to diet amphetamines methamphetamines it's amazing what we're witnessing here well question is how do we help them to some degree, it's a little bit hard to say because this has never been done before. To ge- generations of young people, hook them on a neurological, uh, damn brain-damaging drug, hyperstimulating neural uh, interface to burn out the synapses, and then what? I'm not saying it's hopeless. I think we know enough about the the neural pathways and biological pathways. If we can replenish the things that are needed, we talk about them all of the time. I do whether it be essential fats. And, of course, they they talk about, oh, my gosh, stay away from fat. That could be a problem here. Look at the dark side of medications, the second article. This is in the Jerusalem Post. New research warns against non-medical use of Adderall and Ritalin, suggesting adverse effects outweigh potential benefits. Duh. Our results suggest these drugs do not actually make the takers smarter. Because that was one of the things a guy can, oh, I'm suddenly smart. I'm like, really made you smart? No, it temporarily allowed neurological interface normalcy or hyperstimulating it where it was dysfunctional due to other things, not the lack of the drug. And then, again, you're hooked, you're hooked. Now, as you go through this article further down, uh, it'll talk about how this is damaging to people that don't have so-called ADHD. It's just more rapid because it's obviously corrupting it where it it tends to, you know, paper over some symptoms and you think you're doing better on the drug if you had some kind of ailment or illness diagnosed, even though there's no objective standard. The study conducted by researchers from the University of Cambridge and the University of Melbourne revealed that the use of Adderall and Ritalin drugs by individuals without communication and concentration problems may not yield the desired cognitive benefits because there's somewhere like, oh, if you just take it, you'll be smarter. It's smart, smart pills. Instead, these drugs can lead to overthinking and decreased performance quality. Further research needed to gain a comprehensive understanding of the effects of these stimulant drugs on neurotypical individuals. But again, it belies the fact that the neuroatypical that have become typical are not truly benefited long term. <coughs> it's just one toxic injection or ingestion after another. How long do we continue with this system in America and the West? How long do we look to doctors that are trained on Flexner Report medical school curricula that basically teach them, program them into believing that all ailments, illnesses, symptoms, physiological, emotional, mental, et cetera, are evidences of FDA-approved synthetic chemistry marketed as patented drugs, largely made from petrochemicals and now other maybe genetically modified organisms as well as the technology proceeds. It's, it's a pretty stunning reality that we are in. Uh, I feel grateful that I still have the some level of clarity to be able to communicate it. I don't know if it's landing. Super Don, maybe if he's paying attention, can let me know if I'm just babbling at this point. But I don't know many shows on the air that take these stories the way I just did. This is not to pat myself on the back, but I wish there were more people doing this. That could go, okay, the entirety of that medical system, that model Super Don of poisoning people back to health, including emotionally and mentally, is a dead end disaster. And we're witnessing it now as this so called shortage is engineered or accidental, I don't know, about after a generation or two or three are hooked on these drugs, and then we say, Oops, sorry, no more. Now what?
1: You know, it's it's it, there's a a pattern. If you've been watching this and, and looking at it, you know, mm-hmm. long enough which which I've had the uh the good fortune of being able to do because you know I mean before prior to 2005 I just knew whatever it was I knew and then mm-hmm. I met I met you
0: did I red pill you <laughs> calling me
1: yeah. um and so I started paying attention mm-hmm. right you yeah. know it was this whole whole thing over here that I had completely missed yeah and started watching the news and and just you, you, there's these patterns that go on. Company comes up, blockbuster drug. yeah, uh, Sketchy approval process gets put on the market. Bunch of people take it. It's pushed out their commercials, whole thing, prescribing. Uh, 10, mm-hmm. 15 years later, new studies come out. Drug is bad for you. Caused a bunch of problems. Whoops, we're sorry. Here's a million dollars here's our new drug and it just keeps happening over and over and over and you've got it you know you've got a handful of people maybe handfuls uh, mm-hmm. not not uh, not fair yeah you've got a, you've got a big chunk mm-hmm. of the population that's being prescribed these drugs that will have side effects but they're not side effects to the point that they're just like oh I just you know they're giving people heart attacks or people are dying and stuff like that they for whatever reason their bodies manage to be able to to, to deal with the side effects and stuff doesn't stop them from having uh, needing other drugs to deal with the side effects but it you know it's not but then but then you have the other sub the subset of people that are taking these drugs and it's killing them right mm-hmm. and, and but you know, and it, you'll get a, a a 2020 expose every once in a while, you know, about all the, oh, those drugs and the look at the things that happen. The opioid epidemic that happened recently, that's the biggest thing I've ever seen uh, that's happened. But what has, what has been the result of that? I mean, that you and I have seen.
0: Yeah, well, here I'd ask the question, have there been... Any congressional hearings on this issue of drug? Been f- yeah,
1: though so there's been a. F- you mean on the opioid epidemic?
0: No, no, I'm talking did you about completely skip bigger, over my. Question? I skipped over your question okay. because, uh, yeah, they've they've they're they're up in arms over the opioid epidemic. But
1: but how about but are they are they still prescribing opioids? Of course. Are people still are dying still from the fighting, opioids?
0: Are they still fighting against anybody competing with opioids like kratom, cannabis? Are are,
1: are the drug companies out of business? That not were prescribing the opioids?
0: Nope. They're doing. No.
1: Did the, the people that were responsible for, for the, what did they, what ended up happening? They, they've, they got fined some money. Yeah. Um. And, and, and what's
0: happening into the cost of business. It's a, it's the same
1: thing. It's just happening all over again, you know? So. You know, is, is what you're doing. I, I, I guess I skipped over your question. What was your question? Yeah. Are you just babbling? No, I you're just not just babbling. babbling.
0: I'm, I'm uh, talking to no one because people aren't interested in this. It's not the sexiest, latest thing to talk no, about. It's it's, no. Squirrel it, over here. This really is fundamental in many ways. Yeah. You know, I think the most fundamental becomes a spiritual issue, as you know, but we're talking about physiological reality of drug addiction by design, by medical monopoly. And and you know, when I call about or ask about the congressional hearings, for instance, you know, on opioids. Yeah, they have them. What about the medical monopoly itself? Does anybody call the hearing to say, hey, we got a problem? There's not freedom in America for health and health care. I don't even think Rand Paul has, has has you know called on that. I do believe someone like Jonathan Emord in the United States Senate might move the needle. In fact, he will in that direction. Which he is, is one man.
1: Weird, yeah. Going up against, uh, you know, it's a David and Goliath type situation. But there are
0: others that I mentioned are sympathetic to what Jonathan E. Moore would and could do, that he would get support to some degree. Now, the question is, if they're paid pharmaceutically on some level, then, yeah, there's going to be pushback on that, because that's what we're dealing with, again, the United States of drug America.
1: You know, it's just like the conversation that we had today and yesterday, especially yesterday, with Paul Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Um it's so ingrained and and it collude. There's so much collusion and corruption that's going on in government yeah. when it comes to human trafficking, and when it comes to the drug trade. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, uh, there was something I was I was looking at yesterday that was saying that the uh, the human trafficking is going to be over is is very close if it hasn't already overcome the profitability of the drug trade yes at this yeah, point yeah no that's, uh, that's so random. it's like how do you how do you take that on how do you take that down yeah get, <laughs> it's overwhelming right you know to think about these things and the drug situation the prescription drug big pharma it's the same same mm-hmm. deal it's too too big to fail there's no way yeah. and this is the reason why you see them continue to get away with it and get away with it and get away with it over and over and over again committing crimes that would have put any other business out of business mm-hmm. and, and the, and the owners, the yeah. CEOs of those businesses in prison. Mm-hmm. But when was the last time a CEO of any big pharmaceutical company went to jail for what it is that his, his or her company was doing?
0: No, the last time that I remember that happening was in China. They executed the guy, but
1: unless you want to talk about the, this Theranos or whatever, that, that, that lady that, that had the company that, that, uh, uh, scammed the investors out because she was trying to come up with a blood test that you could use to that would de- you know detect all kinds of diseases and stuff like that. And it turned out that the the machinery was was, it was a junk scam. Yeah. and wasn't real and stuff like that. Yeah, her she she ends up in prison. Mm-hmm. But you get you get you know Pfizer or 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 whatever you know JJ or whatever like that. You know, yeah. and they they t- totally break the law, dude. Uh, and what happens?
0: No, no, they they get rewarded for the most part so there there are so many people making money off of this corruption that has become quote unquote legalized drug dealing that there isn't a national will much less many individual wills to go up and go to congress and go hey this is the issue now i'm not saying that even there is going to solve it if we keep taking the drugs they'll keep making them and then withdrawing them making us more addicted you know it's a game on that level a very sick game Uh, but you know It's that, oh, man, I I think this is why I don't know that anybody's listening today because it's just like, it's like a mean old dad pointing out what really is going on as opposed to the clickbait of the latest sexiest headline. Well, yeah, look, I know there's there's people listening
1: and watching. I know they're there. I can see. Of course, there's nobody chatting on Rumble right now, so maybe. But no, I think I've
0: rendered them speechless. Well, okay. So
1: the the question, you know, here is the thing. Because I I think people at this point, especially people that are watching this show, Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast, they know what the problem is, right? Of course, we know. If if they've been listening to this show for any period of time, we know what the problem is. Mm -hmm. What's the solution? I mean, think that that's ultimately what it comes down to. It's like, yeah, okay, Robert, Mm -hmm. we get it. Big pharma, bad guys, huge, killing people, Mm -hmm. getting away with it. What do we do?
0: All right, so on one level, you could argue, all right, let's say Bobby Kennedy becomes president. Let's say he's successful in curtailing the direct-to-consumer advertising of big pharma and prescription medicines direct to the consumer. Would that have an impact? I would argue, yes, it would. Why would it have an impact? Because the vast majority of money's coming into the mainstream legacy media because it is pharmaceutical money. They editorialize, i.e. program the populace to believe everything is a drug deficiency. They editorialize, the commercials on and it reinforces itself. And so the mainstream media then engages in censorship, willing censorship because if they were to acknowledge as Dr. Pierre corey you know, it's in his latest book The War on Ivermectin, that there were successful treatments for quote unquote COVID uh, then there would be no m- need for an mRNA injection that would be profitable to the many billions and billions and billions of dollars on top of everything else that it's leading to if they uh, succeed. Uh, so yes, you could say measurably that would impact, even though it's like, well, I don't look to a centralized bureaucracy to correct the mistakes because uh, there's vulnerability out there to programs and to programming. Ultimately, it would be the solution if each individual said, no more will I participate that, I won't watch the mainstream news, I won't listen to it, or if I do monitor it, I'm gonna do exactly the opposite because I know that they're, for the most part, lying with rare exception, and then I'm gonna live differently according to my direct relationship with the divine and stop looking at authority and authoritarians of an artifice of humanity that is designed to enslave us, economically or otherwise. Uh, So that's not sexy either because it means, well, you mean I just have to stop participating? Yeah, you just have to choose differently. But my choices are this, in the box. No, that's the the lie. That's the deception. That's the programming. When you realize the box was created artificially and you were placed in it by your own accord and free will, even though you were duped into believing it wasn't, you're a victim, then you realize, burn the box, get rid of the box, leave the box, I'm out, and you're done, and you move on. Now, does that change it for everybody? No, it's an individual decision we all ultimately maybe come to and then what do you do do you make that scary choice to step outside and now not be part of the group and you be ostracized and life might become a little bit harder than you're used to because it was so convenient when you were part of the group it just stuff happened boom 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 didn't even have to think about it there it was there it is and now you have to live according to a higher principle wasn't ever promised that that was going to be the easy way to go but too many of us perhaps believe that easy is better than doing that which is right correct in terms of healing as well i i believe in your freedom to choose whatever path you want but many of you not in this audience so much but many of your friends family and others out there don't believe they have a choice and that's the ultimate deception if if lucifer has you know one one thing that he's really good at is convincing us that we don't have a choice no, i don't have a choice here it is. I'm locked in. These are my choices. And I think, again, that come back to Batar and what his message was. Tell them to exert their free will. And the free will is not within a box. I think that was a very powerful message as he you know, was on his way out. Unbeknownst to us, maybe even unbeknownst to him on some level. So I'm grateful for y'all being here. And I'm grateful for the friends and new family members that I've made throughout the years on the Robert Scott Bell Show, our 24th year broadcasting. And that includes the RSB Family Union coming up thanks to an extended family member of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And she's on the Robert Scott Bell Podcast Network with stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home mom, Leslie. Leslie Goody. Good gazelle. How would you want to say it, Leslie? Welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show.
3: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: There you are. Look at that suntan. You've been out in the sun getting D and I more. Have. Well done.
3: Lots of gardening <laughs> happening.
0: I need more. I'm gonna have to match up by July 14th. To
3: I know. I was thinking that you look a lot more pale than normal.
0: (laughs) Partly it's the light, you know, the light doesn't do me justice in terms of the, but regardless, I'll I'll let that go because I'm spending more time outdoors every day. And sometimes I forget to come in and do a show and Superdun gets mad at me. Not really. (laughs) You can tell he's a little disturbed. Uh, Anyway, but hey, Leslie, good to see you. podcast coming along really beautifully. You're a sensational talent in in addition to being an awesome mom and so much that you do on the homestead. And uh, I want you to, personally invite people if there's still room to attend the rsb family union the first of its kind
3: absolutely there is still room i actually was just talking to taryn gregson before the show Mm -hmm. and she's planning on coming with all of her family her little kids and her Mm -hmm. husband and she's going to actually speak a little bit about vaccines and whatever the lord leads her to speak on i told her i'm kind of i'm giving everybody the free will To speak whatever they feel they need to speak we do have some uh tickets available still Mm -hmm. i extended the sale date of the tickets until july 5th okay for various reasons everybody i keep talking to says everybody makes their decisions last minute so you need to have tickets available as long as possible so we extended that so that we have enough people that can coordinate their schedules to get out here but um so far I have confirmed Kimberly Overton, Taryn Gregson, you, Ula, me, and uh, Lorelai. Yeah, and, and a friend in that's local to me, and her name is Billy Moni. So it'll be a vast array of people talking about a lot of different things, from microgreens to tra- natural trauma response.
0: Well, of course, my so, buddy Kevin and and I think some of his family may be coming with him, and. Yes. Uh, what about Ben Tapper? I had heard rumor about Ben Tapper.
3: We, I haven't confirmed with him yet. I okay. he told me to get get in touch with him again a few weeks before, so my that's on my list of things to get to today. Um, but tentatively, he's still on the schedule, so okay. we're just kind of I want to verify before I say yes for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no problem. His
3: family, his family is only like five hours north of us, so they're not too far away. So. Okay.
0: So we're like a uh, friday saturday sunday 14 15 16 yes family friendly event homesteading we'll learn yes. a lot about you know how to uh, grow your own stuff you you actually work with animals there yes uh, i think there's a limited amount of tent camping space and camper space i i guess uh, if you, if you yes. have a third fifth wheel whatever you guys have and yep. and there are little hotels or motels around the area too
3: there are and i actually i posted kind of the location of the site on the event page different airbnbs or hotels that you can look at the location where it is Mm -hmm. If you are on the south side of town, you're about six minutes from our homestead. It's really not that far. And we do have two RV hookups and multiple tent campsites. If people want to rough it, (laughs) they are welcome to.
0: There are people roughing it up at the Pork Fest right now in New Hampshire. Uh, And uh, I I think it'll be very libertarian in the sense of we believe in freedom. Uh, And uh, I guess... I think we'll even engage in discussions that might cause people to disagree with one another, but it'll be okay.
3: Absolutely. I'm all for open discussion and everybody's different perspectives because that gives us a better understanding of the world around us. We're all so limited to the little bit that we get to experience that it it can tend to put us in a box and keep us closed-minded and not willing to be open to change or how we can heal or help other people. Yeah.
0: I, I love I'm, that about you, Leslie, and, and I know James and the and the girls, they're all benefiting by uh your wisdom in terms of uh not only what you know, but the fact that you, how did you know what you know by being exposed to different information yeah. and, and and learning how to think critically and ask questions. And that's just yeah. it's a Thank lost you. thing as a parent, much less as a family.
3: It is. And I'm working really hard to train my girls to always be looking for an answer, always have a question ready and Mm -hmm. always seeking an answer for that. And be willing to accept the fact that what you've always believed may not be what it actually is. Be willing to be wrong Mm
0: -hmm. and be
3: okay with it.
0: Super Don, are there any questions out there or that you might have that others might have about this event that we can answer? Or you have a question for Leslie uh, other than when's your next podcast, that kind of thing, because I know you're. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. but uh, why, you, why? you took you took my question away. <laughs> I got a feeling. Um,
1: no, I just think it's really cool. Um, are are you Rob? Well, Robert, you're going, right?
0: Me? Yeah. Why would I go to the RSB family? Union? So
1: are you going to broadcast from there?
0: Uh if oh. if we have the ability to do so, I don't know what kind of uh, uh hookup we have for that, but I would be perfectly willing to do that, happy to do that. Uh as well as um asking Leslie, are there any people that are musicians bringing their instruments to play a little music, have a little creative arts as well?
3: I know Sherry and her husband are both hey. musicians, and James okay. is.
0: Is there gonna be
1: dancing? Dancing. Why not?
3: Of course. Robert
1: Dancing, <laughs> not with me. No. I um it.
3: If Ben Tapper comes, I know he is also a musician of Mm -hmm. sorts. So I've opened it. I said, if anybody wants to bring instruments and their talent, whatever that looks uh, like.
0: Christine says, have Kimberly bring her saxophone.
3: Oh, that's right. I should. I'll message her tonight and tell her to bring it. That would be really cool.
0: That'd be awesome. Is Christine coming? I see her in the chat room.
3: I don't know. Are you driving up from Texas, Christine?
0: Yeah. Hey, I've, I've been hearing about people planning to go. I don't know if they've all bought tickets, but um, I'm hearing really good things. People want to be there. It'll be a, a, an unprecedented weekend, something that's it never will been be. done. Yeah.
3: It, No, not at all. It's something I've also never done. <laughs> I've always wanted to. We've always had this vision that when we own a property, it'll be not just to provide food for our own family, but to bless so many other people in the community and out way further than our community can even reach. Yeah.
0: Oh, all right. Prayers for your dad there, Christine. She's got to go back and deal with her dad with cancer. So uh, you definitely have an excused absence, Christine. I wish you didn't have to use that. And I'm sure you wish you didn't have to either, but uh, there you are. Uh, So is there anything I can do to help further than uh, what we do on the show every day, getting ready for it?
3: I don't know. I was thinking maybe we should find some sponsors or something. Mm (laughs) I have all these grand ideas. The closer we get, the more I'm like, oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. But I think i'm gonna to have to put those things on the back burner till next year okay and make this an annual event and it'll probably get a little bit bigger every time okay. but we haven't even been on our property for a year yet
0: that's amazing <laughs> so, well remember you tried to do this a year ago on a different property that was like you thought that was going to be it and it didn't yeah. work out so here we are almost a year later coming yeah. close to that event so leslie yeah. thanks for all that you do love to james and we look forward to celebrating uh, the weekend with you on a, a RSB family union, and then we could do reunions after that.
3: Yes, it would be great.
0: All Absolutely. Right. Thanks. Thanks, Leslie. Yep.
3: Thanks, Robert.
0: See we'll see you soon. Sounds um, good. All right, Leslie. Good. 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 Gazelle. You can't say that last name. It's just not right. I, good I mean, gazelle. Right. What
1: do you mean you can't say that? Last
0: I have me? a complex about it. Right. But but then again, she remember
1: should have asked Do you have her internet address? By the way, I was just curious.
0: Yeah, shut up. <laughs> so mean. Yeah. But remember, you know, it was when we were saying, at least me, I won't throw you under the bus, Leslie, and she's like, no, 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 it's Leslie. I'm hey, like, you have promise. on occasion.
1: Don't act like right. it's some, don't play the victim what? here. What? What? You've thrown me under the bus plenty of times.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have. Okay, that's true. Um, it's
1: it's done with love.
0: Though. Somehow, somehow we make it through.
1: Anyway, anyway. what was your question?
0: I don't have a question anymore. You don't have a question. No. I I just want to say thanks as well to those that support this message of Health, Freedom, and Healing Liberty. All y'all that are patron supporters, even if you're not, just by sharing the show. uh, Whether you watch on Rumble or elsewhere, Uh, we have our next AMA July the 1st, which will be considered our June AMA, a Saturday, 10, let's see, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. A Zoom AMA. We interact, and there's a lot of giveaways, and a lot of times folks will get way more than they give, and that's not a bad thing because the sponsors are supporting us. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe some of the sponsors want to support uh, the event at the uh, Leslie's place. Yeah, That's we could totally, cool. we
1: could figure out how to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. one way or
1: another, I'm sure we could.
0: Yeah, shout out to Nutritional Frontiers. I, I man, dude, uh, the last night I weighed myself, and I, if my honey's listening, I think I got to 148. Point something, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. And wow. you know, I just started this uh, super creatine that they got. Uh, yeah. And uh, as I said, uh, we had a great talk. Go back to the archives. Not last week, Jamie Dorley, we talked about this. I'm like, I won't take creatine because of da, 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 da. He's like, yeah, we answered all of that. I'm like, huh. So I'm trying it, and dude, it, it appears to be working very quickly. Uh, so uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, Health Freedom Expo, another big event coming up, and the Trinity Live event for those that are Trinity graduates or students or other healthcare providers, that's uh, right before 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, I think of October. And that's Tinley Park outside of uh, Chicago. Safe enough, far enough outside of Chicago. We're good there. Uh, Other upcoming events in the Upcoming Events tab. And there are plenty of them, including the Red Pill Expo in August in Des Moines, Iowa. Love to see you guys there for that. And, uh, boy, there's just so much happening. There it is, the Red Pill Expo. It's well coming up. And we've got more than that, of course. Uh, but honest. wait,
1: there's I, more. Yeah, I know.
0: This Saturday is the Real Solutions for Healthy Living in um, Loveland, uh, Colorado. I'll be heading out after Friday's show. We're going to start Friday's you know, show an hour early. I
1: before. noticed here on the Biomed Expo, which is coming yeah. up in September, that Babry yeah. Orrin is going to be there. Bobbery's
0: going to be there. Yes. Or Bobry, excuse yes. me. Yes, I had to learn that. Babry, Bobbery. names right.
1: Would he be insulted if I called him Bobbery?
0: No, Bobbery is or perfect. Babry, 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 be like, dude, learn my name. That's what Dude, you're such a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Red Pill Expo. Uh, also, Bob Reese should be there. He sh- he supports G. Edward Griffin uh, with the Folium PX. G. Edward's doing well because of a big part of it because of the uh, Folium products. But the Biomed Expo is a big thing. September in Las Vegas. We got the Cancer Control Society before that. Uh, Labor Day weekend in L.A., Glendale uh, coming up. And there's more, but the Health Freedom Expo is a big one. And then we got a big one November 3rd, 4th, and 5th, thanks to the Warners. Uh, The Master Plan for Raising Healthy Kids and Adults, Wellness Parenting Revolution Summit. So uh, check that out. There'll be CMEs and CEs as well for healthcare providers and doctors. So uh, let's see. (laughs) Excuse me. What else we got? Um, Inflammation. I I want to jump over
1: to real quick before you do that. Um, I got a notification here. We got a comment from Sundaisy over on Rumble when we were, I guess we were were talking about pharma and uh, being too big to fail. Yeah. Sundays, he recommends that we should reach out to Representative Matt Gates. Okay. Uh, apparently, he is not funded by pharma. Oh.
0: Well, I'd have. Him I've on. heard about
1: him. I don't. know. You know, I honestly, I don't know that much about him. I've I've seen him talk a lot, and he's he's he seems to be on the right side of a lot of things. Okay. Um, the fact that he doesn't get any money for big pharma that goes a, a long way, I think, in yeah. our book.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, that If there's freedom there that you don't have when you're taking pharma money, there's no doubt about that. Uh, so I guess the question is, Matt Gates, how do we reach him? Uh, Super down. We'll have to get that we'll to put Kevin. Kevin on it. Kevin, we'll, we'll find we'll out how Kevin. to do that. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, further discussion of, um, let's see, did we get oh, the low dose? Oh, this is good. I knew you, know, need a lot you of like people, this story. Old people that more. are on aspirin, low dose aspirin, they always talked about it, a little bit of aspirin a day to yeah. thin the blood.
1: Eighty-one
0: milligrams, yeah. But aspirin, by definition, is a toxic synthetic substance, and if it were up for a new drug approval, it would likely not get approved because of the the side effect profile, which are again direct effects that are not marketable. It's a dangerous bleeding
1: is the one I hear the most.
0: Yeah, that's the biggest, but there is more to it than that. The suppression of the icosanoids, you know, the autocrine system. There is a lot of nasty effects of this. Uh, Now uh, they're saying here that low dose aspirin is also associated with anemia older adults. Now, what does this tell you now that you know that anemia is not really an iron deficiency, even though they try to define it that way? It's a copper deficiency. You know, anything that impacts the blood, and we know aspirin impacts the blood, probably depleting copper as well. And so those pathways are being corrupted and then anemia is, is, is a diagnosis. So once again, if we had uh, clotting issues, coagulation issues, That's also a copper deficiency. So rather than thinking it's an aspirin deficiency, which there is no such thing as an aspirin deficiency, but, you know, aspirin's become, oh, it's been around for decades. It's probably just fine. No, it's not. So uh, the risk for uh, anemia as you age, utilizing even a little bit of aspirin every day is very real. How about pumping up the uh, bioactive copper hydrosol in your system? tablespoon one, two, or three times a day of Sovereign Copper. We have a discount available with the RSB20 code. And by the way, Super Don, can we remind folks about the uh, the Sovereign Silver Healing Gel? They're uh, about to repackage it so that you don't lose anything. But the difficulty was like you'd shake the bottle at the end trying to get the little bit out. Of it. It's got a tube, and we have a special offer in the pre-o- pre-offer day, pre-order days. In other words, you're ordering, and it's almost ready. Take advantage of this. 20% off and a free gift if you get two or more of the healing gels. That's a great deal, uh, and you'll love this. Everybody that you know that, that's got a well a body, <laughs> you're gonna cut and scrape it eventually, and you're gonna need this healing gel. Uh, so take a look at that. There's a link up in the show notes and on the. Rock what scale. about the
1: people who don't have a body?
0: Well, they're out of luck. They're SOL.
1: How do we? How do we help them out there? <laughs> we got something for that.
0: You want to do a seance and, and give them your body, <laughs> let them take over? I don't recommend that.
1: Is there a homeopathic remedy for? Not having a body?
0: No, I don't. Anyway, the aware. banner,
1: robertscottbell.com, upper right-hand corner, you click on that, and that'll get you set up for the
0: 20% discount.
1: I love that. I, I like I the do it. look. It's very Isn't cool. looking.
0: It? Beautiful, yeah. yeah. And now you won't miss any of it. It'll all come out.
1: And everybody who's ever used the gel knows exactly what you're talking about. You, you, know, you squirt, you squirt, yeah. and then then you know so it's inevitable. Something happens. You cut yourself. You're yeah. and you're over there, and you're pushing the thing, and the stuff won't come out. You're smacking the bottle. You're trying to yeah. get that last little bit. And this this apparently you can use it like a
0: mm-hmm. like
1: a toothpaste tube, right? You can like mm-hmm. smash it, so and get it
0: all out. Get it out. all right. Uh, we got to squeeze in a couple of questions of the day because I didn't get to them yesterday. Okay, and uh, here they are. Super Don's got them up on the page and on your visual. This is from Dan and Cindy. We would like to know your thoughts on grounding or earthing. We've been learning more about the health benefits through Laura Conover, MD, videos on YouTube. Well, if she's not banned on YouTube, I don't know if we want her on the show. (laughs) No, I'm sure she's fine. And her website, intuition-physician.com. We've never heard you talk about this and would really like to hear your thoughts. Maybe at some point you could get Laura Conover on your show. Laura Conover. Yeah, so put Kevin on that. Uh, yeah, grounding, um, earthing. To me, there's nothing controversial about that. You know, the electron exchange with the planet happens more efficiently when you're not in rubber soles, when you're actually connected by stepping barefoot onto the land as it is or the sand in the ocean that Super Don refused to take his shoes off and do. But he still felt good because there is an ion exchange associated with being close to the ocean near the mountains and things, whether you're grounding or not. Uh, there's some element through the air that can happen. Uh, but I'll just say this I am in favor of it. I'm not against it. I don't think it's strange or weird. I think what's is. You know, strange or I spent the
1: majority help. of my young uh, adolescent life being grounded all the time. Barefoot. So,
0: right? Weren't we always barefoot? No. I, no, I was because I grew up a lot of years in Florida and Georgia where we were barefoot you a totally lot. You totally
1: missed the joke.
0: Never I mind. missed the joke? No. Go ahead and say it again because I'm just slow that I way. I
1: spent most of my adolescent childhood grounded.
0: Okay. okay, No, I'm with you. Okay. Sorry. I missed that. That's a good one. I w- I was not. You were. There you go. Thanks for the rim shot. All right. Uh, quick question uh, from Rita. I'm not sure if this was asked before, so I apologize. I get anaphylaxis if I get stung by a wasp, bee, or hornet and bit by some spiders. So I carry an EpiPen. My question is, is there an alternative to the EpiPen? Thanks. You guys are super. Well, yeah. Uh, when you're dealing with uh, bug bites, particularly the bee stings, whether it be wasps or other or bees, Apis, mellifica, A-P-I-S, is the remedy and that can in repetition or in certain potency, I'm not saying which is the right one for you, but to have it on hand multiple uh, ways. Apis could preclude perhaps the need for uh, the EpiPen, but obviously if your throat begins to close, you've got that at the ready. And if it's a uh, spider bite, then it would be Ledum, L-E-D-U-M. Now, I would always precede that with a dose of Bryonia Alba or simultaneous because we gotta help the liver to process the poison, the toxins. And so that facilitates the opening of it. And if you do the apis first, then the bryonia, fine, but whatever. Get the, both the liver polycrest remedy in and then the appropriate, the apis if it's a uh, bee sting or a wasp sting, and the leadum if it's a spider bite. And then help the liver to flush the toxins. And then have the EpiPen because you have a history of it ready in case, but you may find it precludes the need for it. Certainly that's the history of homeopathy. And it can work and it does work, but I'm not saying irresponsibly, just throw it away irresponsibly. No, have that history, be at the ready, but find out you can utilize things like homeopathic remedies to circumvent those severe circumstances. We got more to do in the uh, bonus round of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, there's a, a relationship, to inflammation and Alzheimer's, obviously. I think it's obvious, but where they go with it is way wrong again from a dietary perspective.
1: You want to do that in the bonus?
0: Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. A little bit. And then Joe Rogan faces a boycott over, quote-unquote, Yeah, new is-
1: new story. We just we just saw this just a few minutes ago.
0: And anything you guys got in the chat room, whether you're in Rumble or at Facebook or at com, we'll uh, bring you in in just a moment. Thank you for being here. God bless you. The power to heal is yours. We're back on. Did that, did that hiccup? That glitched. I don't know why. I don't know why yeah. he's doing that. It just glitched again. I don't know what that was about. Anyway, yeah. we're the bonus round. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And I do want to talk about that neuroinflammation thing. We don't have to talk about it first, but it, it's <clears throat> it, there's a theme today, a lot about pharmaceutical uh, responses and or what I'd call misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation coming from the medical monopoly and the government institutions that are owned and controlled by them as far as uh, when they talk about remedying it with diet and what causes it. They're so wrong about so much. Yep. Even if they, you know, they say their pain lips right, hey, diet, diet, diet. But what does that even mean? And we're going to differentiate. I will differentiate. We that can talk about remedy.
1: that tomorrow if you want. We'll throw that in the mix so you can spend okay.
0: some time on it. Oh, yeah. I think it's a good story. It's worthwhile to do so. Now, is the, the Joe Rogan uh, uh, protest happening for real? Or is this like a paper tiger because... Uh, Uh, hotez's butt hurt
1: i think it's you know all right so listen the news cycle right now is just all frothing at the mouth over Mm -hmm. the whole joe rogan thing and basically what they're doing is they're they're either talking about spotify Mm -hmm. or they're talking about the fact that elon musk teamed up with joe rogan and persecuted and accosted peter hotez on the internet it's like you know what I uh, it's Twitter. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's all they do on Twitter. It's it's a free it's a giant, it's a it's a giant you know uh bar fight.
0: But they don't like Twitter. It yet. has They're, been
1: forever and yeah,
0: especially Superdon, was, they used to win the bar fight just through body. Oh, it. I know,
1: I know, but still even then you still had people like, Oh, I went on Twitter and I said something and people yelled at me. It's Twitter, mm-hmm. it's the internet, okay. That's how it works. You yeah. know, I mean, you think you would have figured that out by now. But in any case, so yeah, it's all oh, poor Peter Hotez was, was ganged up on by Elon Musk and, and Joe Rogan and, and uh, you know, some other people. You know, and they all, mm.
0: well. Look at some of the comments uh, by Skept Ducks, I guess, out of Canada and elsewhere. Time to boycott Spotify in defense of public health unless spotify brings anti vaccine. Yeah, we need joe more rogan censorship jail,
1: right? we yeah. need more censorship
0: oh listen to this one if spotify is going to pay joe rogan 200 million to give medical advice that will kill people perhaps a boycott is in order right okay. he's giving medical advice by the way yeah. spotify banned me so i'm i'm in favor now, of the-
1: now isn't it ironic though yeah wouldn't this person i'd be willing to bet if i went and looked at their tweets yeah that they're probably in favor of getting vaccinated, and they've probably made some comment to that. Is that not giving medical advice? Who the hell Hello. are you? Well right? said. So anyway, so apparently, you know, there's a, uh, Joe Rogan once again. You know, they tried this once before mm-hmm. uh, with Spotify. He's facing boycott calls. Oh here. no! Right. Where's my? Oh, here
0: card? we need to boycott Joe Rogan.
1: Boycott uh, it's Joe says, Rogan and Spotify.
0: Yeah. He says that dude does not deserve to have the number one podcast. Really? How do you know? It happened because he forced you to listen? No, people well, like him.
1: Here, but here's the thing, Robert. Okay, this is a newsweek. Yeah. Um Joe Rogan facing boy. Who is it that's calling for the boycott? Is it uh is it Joe Joe Biden? Nancy Pelosi? Uh is it uh yeah, who, who is it? Look at the tweet here. This is Jeffrey P. Johnston has called for a boycott. So I'm like, who the hell is Jeffrey P. Johnston?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, He's a journalist covering international relations, humanitarian crises, a columnist for the Kingston Whig Standard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, thank you, Twitter, yeah. for introducing me to who Jeffrey P. Johnston is because I just forgot again yeah. who he is. Who, why, why would Newsweek zero in on some dude some journalists for something called the Kingston Whig Standard Mm -hmm. in Ontario, Canada, and and use that as, as Spotify is, as facing boycott. Nobody heard him. It it, hadn't had it not been for Newsweek. Nobody would have even seen that tweet.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, they act like, Oh, there's this giant, uh, you know, thing. What they're doing Newsweek is trying to start something Right. By writing this article, because nobody would would have even seen this tweet had it not been for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Here's here's another one. This this one here, they didn't even give the guy's name. If that Spotify is going to pay Joe Rogan two hundred million, the one you said, mm-hmm. uh, that said another Twitter user, a Twitter user, we don't even give his name. He's that insignificant. He doesn't even have a name. Mm-hmm. So you know, I see this and I'm just like, whatever. Now it was kind of nice. They also say that he's getting defended and they yeah. give people and those people have names. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, you
0: know, I don't it's think you're interesting. They're anonymous. A lot of those people you right. I don't
1: think there's going to be a boycott, yeah. but I think it's funny that newsweek is trying to create a, create something out of nothing here by saying that there's a boycott.
0: Yeah. I think uh, it's a weak response, but they don't have many other ways to go unless you know. they shut down the internet because Rogan, they're not going to
1: boycott Joe Rogan because he didn't do anything no. wrong. You know, the only people that have a problem with Joe what Joe Rogan did over the weekend are are the the rabid pro vaxer people that that you know have a thing a for skill. people that are anti vax. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, I think it's. Uh, in fact, you know what I heard? What uh, RFK Junior. <laughs> I, I I believe this is accurate. I saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogan has already invited RFK Junior. back on his show again. Yeah, again. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: That is cool.
1: Yeah. So
0: dude, people with critical thinking skills, common sense that are not totally bought out are looking at Bobby and Kennedy going, wow, what a breath of fresh air, his foreign policy stuff, all anti-war. I mean, you know, pro peace. Yeah. That's one thing. I don't know if Michael Bolden is in the audience today from 10th amendment center. And if we have gotten back feedback from him, if he can show up even a half hour earlier for Friday, because we're going to start the show a little earlier because i got to head out to the uh, uh, Loveland, Colorado event after the show. Um, But I'd I'd be curious to hear about Bolden's perspective on what Bobby Kennedy said in that 90-minute pre-formed speech on foreign policy. Fascinating stuff. You know, acknowledging the CIA's role, the the meddling in foreign, you know, governments, all of that. Uh, It's uh, so refreshing to hear someone actually acknowledge that and not go, oh, no, that doesn't happen. It's just another conspiracy theory. No, it's not.
1: yeah i don't know what's gonna happen i i I don't know that he's he's going to win the presidency but like i said i mean if nothing else i mean look look at what's happening right now what are we talking about what is a lot what are a lot of people talking about oh dude, talking about rfk jr and the people that may not have heard what it was that he said on joe rogan what are they doing mm -hmm. they're going and finding the podcast and listening to what he said yeah and what's happening as they try again oh, these people are so stupid. They've done this already for the last three years, and they haven't seemed to figure out yet that when they censor people, that just makes more people listen to what they have to say. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with these people? People are going to want to know, why is it they don't want him to talk? Why are they so upset about what he said? Why are they saying there's no way that he can win? All you're going to do is drive more support to the, to, to RFK Jr., yeah. which I'm in favor of. But yeah, they act like they're he, trying to prevent that from happening, and all they're doing is in making sure that it does happen.
0: We can't a help ourselves. Morons. We tell them what to do, and they won't do it. They, they I know. Do we've, it
1: been, we've been we've been we've been giving them just priceless the advice for yeah. the last three years, and they just don't I can't help to,
0: themselves. No. Yeah, I can't help them. So how are things on Rumble in the bonus time? Everybody quiet. Mary there?
1: Gabriel's there. I I, I posted. I, I typed into the chat room that it was very quiet, and she popped up. and ah, okay. Waved very her nice. hand and. She uh, she recommended when you were talking. Um, she says apis
0: apis. I said apis. So yeah, apis Malefica.
1: She probably said it before you did. So <laughs> okay. she's smarter yeah, than I'm you. So fast. That's okay. Yeah. Hmm. So Mary Gabriel's. There. I don't mind that at all. It says there's 42 people watching on on Rumble, mm-hmm. and Mary Gabriel's the only one that said anything. 42. That's the the
0: answer to the question of life, the universe, and everything. 42. Yeah.
1: We appreciate you guys on Rumble. We do. And you know what? I don't say this enough. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, we appreciate you too. We really
0: do. I know if you can't show up live, it's It's harder
1: uh, to interact with the show when you're listening to the podcast, after the fact, but you can always shoot me an email at Mm -hmm. askrsb at gmail.com. You can uh, leave us a voicemail Mm -hmm. at 866-939-2355. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, and you can also leave a message, uh, you know, written, if you will, at Robertscabell.com. There's right. a place to submit questions and comments. So even if you're on the podcast later, because we, we, we enjoy interacting, obviously, with the live audience uh, because we go live. This is not one of those pre-records and edited podcasts, not that there's anything wrong with that for those that do it that way. That's just not our way. We came from live radio, and this is my preference is to go live and let it fly, mistakes and all, whatever that might be. Uh, for me, that's fun. Uh, I like to see the humanity of it all, uh, and so it's not a slick production. You know, there are glitches here and there, but I think we do well overall, uh, uh, considering that we are radio first and now video after for a number of years, and it's gotten, I think, better over time. And now Superdone's dressing nicer than me, though. That's a kind of I got to figure out how to up my game. I'm just the t-shirt brigade in the summer, though. I like the t-shirts. Are you kind of, kind of intimidated
1: by my my fashion sense
0: yeah i know man i'm I'm yeah. like how, how do i match up with you now with those nice shirts i could order you a shirt be like no no i don't think it would okay. look good on me
1: <laughs> try it i don't know you i know, I know it's if like I wore it like that yeah, i would go bowling I've, I've put on some weight right mm-hmm. and so i you know what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to get that whole like uh the kind of like uh, mafia gangster look kind of thing you know like the Good fellas, no. right? You know, they wore shirts like this in those movies, right?
0: Why don't you get you some uh, cheap Ozempic on the black market for injection? Start
1: asking me, where's the gabagool?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> where's the gabagool?
0: What is going on?
1: Start doing this every time I talk on the microphone, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What did I tell you?
0: Yeah. Is it's it because weird. you had such delicious food on this vacation, the mini vacation? It wasn't days?
1: Italian, but it, <laughs> man, it was, oh man, the food, holy moly. Uh, had the best clam chowder i think i've ever had in my life wow actually you know what it was it was it wasn't clam it was it was made with clam chowder they called it slum gullian
0: you ever heard that
1: before never oh yeah and it's it's this this fresh made uh clam chowder and they put uh like some kind of like white cheese in it and bay shrimp and, uh,
0: well, I saw the picture. It looked like oh. you know, it looked like bigger shrimp than base shrimp. I'm well, that to.
1: was something else that you were looking oh, at a picture of. Yeah. It. Yeah. It was uh, my my daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. She turned 27. My youngest, 27. Oh, my gosh. And uh, went to a fancy restaurant. And yeah, it was the presentation was awesome mm-hmm. on the meals and stuff. But yeah, good food. Good, good food. Nice. Yep.
0: All right. Well, what do we got tomorrow coming up? Good question. Mhm.
1: Let me head over to the calendar. Tomorrow, we've got Jonathan Eymord. That's all I got.
0: Oh, it is. All right. That's all we got for now. Yep. I have to reach out to Bobry. I wanted to get him in um who's my friend from uh dude, this is the old old timers disease as you say. You you lose basic names that you think about all the time. <laughs> uh, but uh we got the Cancer Control Society event coming up. I want to talk to him about that. So I'll I'll reach out to him. Maybe we can fill a little bit of the second hour with some of that updating. All right. And uh, let's see anything else that's going on. You got the holdover story on Alzheimer's and neuroinflammation. Definitely want to hit that tomorrow. Um, If you guys have questions or comments, please submit them. Topics, like I said, uh, we had some suggestions in the questions of the day. Grounding, earthing. You guys want to cover that? We'll we'll see if we can reach out to anybody that uh, that's their thing, right? It, I do like to do that. I just it's not something I talk about all the time. It's kind of natural. It's like yeah, if you can take your shoes off and get on the ground, it's good. Except not when it's snowy. But some people do that anyway. Taryn just verified. What's what did you just? I'm just looking at uh, Taryn Gregson just verified Sunday 9 a.m. She will be speaking. Cool. All right. So yeah, Taryn uh, Gregson. We'll be at the RSB Family Union. I hope that you will be too. Reach out to Leslie. We have links in the upcoming events tab so you can sign up, be there, and uh, bring it. Be awesome. And hopefully we'll hear back from Bolden about Friday if he's got a little bit of flexibility in his schedule. You know what? I'm
1: messaging him again. So what am I asking him? Can you
0: what? I I said 30 minutes earlier than scheduled.
1: Can you connect 30 minutes? Earlier, Earlier than originally scheduled on Friday. Earlier than originally scheduled. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we will see what he says. Okay. Originally, or oh no, it's origin or not org originally or organic. Originally, mm-hmm. I'm having problems here. Yeah. Originally, there we go. Got it cool okay well that's all i've got good enough then okay
0: thank y'all for being here i'm still as you can hear i'm still dealing with some sinus and cough i got through the bulk of it over the weekend but it just kind of lingered into monday tuesday and wednesday it's just annoying me a little bit hopefully you guys are putting up with me a little bit with a, a gravelly voice but uh it didn't slow me down i worked out both monday and tuesday maybe i shouldn't have but i did feel better for it i took a took a rest today. And then back at it tomorrow morning. And uh, we'll see you on the show, God willing, less than 22 hours from now.
1: All right. Have a good afternoon, guys. We'll see you tomorrow.